Hey everybody, welcome to episode 127 of Video Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparez. Who else is here with me? Christopher Antistu. And Tyler Weibold. And <laughs> David Wubbin. Oh my god, such an awesome week for games. Yeah. This week. There's lots of new stuff. It's true. More than there's been in a while. It's mm-hmm. not quite next week. Mm-hmm. Although you'd think it was, going by the review scores that have been posting oh, for boy. Metal Gear Solid Five. That's mean. Yeah. That's mean. They're just they're just there to get us worked up for That's next mean. week. <laughs> All yeah. those colluding reviewers getting their early copies and not us. Yeah, they didn't get early copies of those, that thing. Oh yeah, I think they didn't. So, they didn't. Well, they, a lot of them had to go to special yeah, the, review events. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then I think the review copies started arriving on Monday. Oh, okay. As someone who's been desperately trying to get a review copy, uh, uh, I on can PC, say... good luck! Yeah, <laughs> PC copy not coming too early, but mm-hmm. now I'm like begging for a PS4 copy so we could at least play it. Mm-hmm. Of course, it, we, is, we it are... is releasing on PC at the same time <laughs> as the console. Ones, right? We are, of yeah. course, talking about Mario yeah. Maker, by the way. I know we haven't said the game title. <laughs> uh, Mario yes. Maker No, we have PC. said the title. Mm-hmm. We have? Yes. Uh, Say it again. Metal Gear Solid Five. All right. I've never heard pain. it. was bizarre. Phantom Pain. Because it, it wasn't going to release simultaneously on PC and console uh, at all. Did from they change the be- it? From the beginning, they announced like the PC version was a couple months after, and then just... I don't know. I think like a month ago they were like, nope, actually, same time. Okay. Konami would like to throw yeah. all its traditional games out at the same time <laughs> so they can completely focus on Pachinko. I was I was going to buy it on, on PS4, but then I got a GTX 970 that, like, oh, it comes with a free Metal Gear Solid Five code. I guess I'll just get For it on real? PC. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Nice. Mm-hmm. So you buy a new video card? How much How much are those babies? No, no, the 970s are like 300 something. <laughs> yeah. It's a good card. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, the reviews were like, we can talk about them in the next segment. Sure, the newsiousness. But they were so incredibly positive, I was like, oh, almost yeah. too much. Like, yeah. Games Radar did like a review in progress that was mm-hmm. just like, this is the culmination of the whole series. And I'm like, okay, all right, I'm ready. All right, well, yeah, I'm. I'm I'll be interested to see like if the critical acclaim translates into sales. It usually does, but mm-hmm. you know, maybe... It Maybe will. it can somehow mend things between Konami and Kojima. I don't know. Mm, I don't I know what's going on behind it. those scenes. I do. Do you? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty clear. Like, they just don't want to focus on high-budget console games mm-hmm. because the money to be made is in low-budget, low-risk mobile games. Hmm. And this, it, if this does that well, it's a giant fuck you to their entire company's direction. And <laughs> Yeah. And that's, oh, wouldn't that be terrible? It would, it would be mm. awesome. It's what I hope happens. I don't know if it is. I mean, mm. this took, game took a long time. It's going to have to make over $100 million. <laughs> and not many things do that. But how totally okay would you be with Kojima just going, I'm making a, I'm making yes. Betel Beer yes. Ballad. <laughs> yes. uh, it stars a you know character who's kind of grizzly and has an mm-hmm. eye patch. Yes. I'm gonna make Mighty Number Snake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be her swallowed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd be fine. You know, if you just made something new with a different... Snake Pluskin's Adventures in Space. <laughs> but it'll, of course, it'll have to be kickstarted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course, and it'll get ten million dollars in the first five minutes. Focusing on this week, one of the biggest releases is Until Dawn, mm-hmm. and I, I played a shit ton of this last night. We're gonna talk about it more in the new releases segment but it was surprisingly well written despite having very basic heavy rain style gameplay Mm -hmm. where it's just like okay now's the part where I get to move a character around now I have a quick time event woo um 
So uh, it got me thinking about other games that have really good engrossing stories despite having maybe not the best gameplay, kind of mediocre gameplay. And after careful consideration, I'm not including games that arguably don't have any gameplay. Ooh. Like, uh, for instance, Telltale's games or Gone Home. There's oh. some gameplay there. You shoot some. one thing, I think, yeah. in the entire game. <laughs> very little. Your input is very limited. So this, this was focusing on games that were criticized for their mm. mediocre or crappy gameplay while still having amazing fucking stories that had, overshadowed everything They had else. lots of book read and movie watch. Mm. Mm. Yes, yes. Not enough gameplay. A okay. fuck ton of plot. <laughs> yeah, but the plot was really good. Okay. And uh, I'm, I'm ranking these in terms of, what did we decide? Uh, from least crappy to most crappy? To, to most racist. Uh, <laughs> most. Something like that. But let's begin with... Number five. You're fucking kidding, right? That's white phosphorus. Yeah, I know what it is. You've seen what this shit does. You know we you can't might not have a choice, Lugo. There's always a choice. This? No. It's really not. That that's I remember that I don't yeah. remember a lot of things vividly there's, from games. There's two games that made a big deal about white, white phosphorus. One yeah. is Homefront and one is this Spec, Spec Ops, Ops the, the Lizzle. Ah. Mm-hmm. Again, going from least crappy to most crappy. The gameplay here was it was Nothing special. Like, if you take away the very subversive story, mm-hmm. it's just kind of a boring third-person shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not exactly Call of Duty-like, yeah. more like uh, Conflict Desert Storm-like. I think the thing, <laughs> the thing they were hanging their hat on is that, like, the world will change and you'll get caught up in a sandstorm. Mm-hmm. And that'll affect how mm-hmm. you shoot That's things. what I thought. And I remember going to the preview appointment, I was a little blown. Because I think in that sequence in particular, you have to decide whether to, like, Essentially, nuke civilians. Well, you don't know they're civilians. You don't know if they're civilians or not, but you have to make the decision to use white phosphorus mortars and like mm-hmm. like obliterate people who might yeah. be completely fact, innocent. You only find out they're civilians after the fact. Yeah. No, 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 no. Those can't be the civvies that got kidnapped. It's not possible. Yeah, it is. That's why Gold stormed this place. He didn't want the gate. He was trying to rescue his people. This is your fault, goddammit! Gabble, gabble, gabble. We need to keep moving. Yeah. Just the kindness uh, of that. Because I'm not one of those people who, like, uh, war games perpetuate war because it's hard to perpetuate war because not that many people engage in it unless they're drones. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but we were in a big rah-rah bromance with guns and military shit. And this is the first game that like I thought that forced you by the back of the head to look at everything you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then prolonged sequences of uh, grown men struggling with PTSD. Mm-hmm. And like I'd never seen a game do that. Well, it's, ever. it's convincing you that, no, this is a, a video game narrative yeah. where you're killing the bad guys and then you have to continually confront, like, oh, I'm, maybe I'm not killing the yeah. bad guys. Maybe I am mm-hmm. the bad guy. You white phosphor that guy and now he's crawling away. He's going to die a horrible death unless you put a bullet in his head and he's yep. begging you to do it. Hmm. Uh, do you feel like a hero yet? <laughs> it embraced a... Uh, yeah, it embraced that subversive theme, whereas, like, mm-hmm. the last Call of Duty uh, Advanced Warfare would, like, kind of pretend that, like, mm-hmm. oh, being a soldier is hard, and you come back, and maybe you have to go to therapy, and, like, 
it sucks, but then you just sort of gleefully go kill mm-hmm. like a yeah. hundred more like, people. You're just, you're just going on a fun adventure. You're with, never confronted with, with a civilian. You know, yeah. I mean, in in Modern Warfare Two, they made you uh, oh like kill pretend. civilians, right? Oh yeah, oh, yeah that's right. Yeah, you didn't actually Russian. have to shoot them, I think. Yeah. But like even then, it was kind of uh, you're not you know you're not really addressing sort of the hard decisions mm-hmm. of war. You're just kind of like this level's pretty fucked up. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, you're not you're not addressing important things like what's described in this clip. Lieutenant Adams, I hear you, Sergeant. What's your status? Status is chafed, sir. You say chafed, Sergeant? Yes, sir. A local airborne insurgency has infiltrated the U.S. zone designated as my pants, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, jackass. Gentlemen, welcome to Dubai. Yep, it's still dead. <laughs> uh, you gotta humanize the characters. I mm-hmm. tried writing about it. I just wanted to before impre- they become inhuman. Mm-hmm. Like before, just before looking at this game, Google Dubai, a yeah. giant. Like if you can imagine the scariest Scooby Doo abandoned amusement park, that's what Dubai is. But it's way more expensive, and no one's come yet. Like there's never actually been anybody there. It is a giant ghost really? town already. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought really? the Fast and the Furious people went there. There are there are a ton of rich people there, hoping people yeah. eventually come there. It's a tourist destination. But I, last I checked, there are currently more construction workers uh, living in Dubai than there are people. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry, not to say construction workers aren't people, uh, <laughs> oh, but, but it's just like they're, they're, take they're trying. They're trying. Well, the locals often don't consider them. To. <laughs> it's, no, I'm, I might be thinking of Qatar. Yeah, but it is. That would be a great. Kind of the same yeah, thing. That would be a great. I'm thinking of Qatar. So you're saying they're just building and building this masterpiece of a city for yes. nobody? Yes. There's a giant indoor. There's the largest indoor skiing in the desert. The largest indoor skiing uh, slope I'm in the world. Pretty sure I saw some cars largest arcade in the driving world driving between skyscrapers in Dubai. This did happen? Looked pretty pretty populated. But, but like what what you, what's really cool to, to thoroughly convince you they're the largest arcades there in the universe still in operation there's nobody in them ever ever they're awesome free play you can look up look up Dubai arcades it's fucking cool a buddy of mine a buddy of mine works over there he tried to convince me to go over there because they're paying uh, he's like are you a writer he's like they'll pay you $200,000 to be a writer over here there's <sighs> there are no English speakers over here they want them bad Chris Antista oh. we're moving to Dubai we're moving to Dubai for two years <laughs> and I'll be set for life <laughs> And then you cut to the always sunny title screen. Chris and Tyler <laughs> move to Dubai. <laughs> the game moves to Dubai. It's not terrible. Let's see if they need podcasters. Yep. Uh, so if we can get into spoilery Sorry. territory okay. here. Uh, you, there's the white phosphorus bit that everybody fucking knows about. <clears throat> and after that, things start to get really weird. Mm-hmm. Like, they start to take on a surreal thing. You repeat a helicopter sequence that... You like you, you. The game begins like in medias res with you on this helicopter shooting up a bunch of dudes, and when you get to that point in the story, like the characters start to question, like, "Wait, didn't we do this already?" And uh, you, all this weird, surreal shit starts happening. Uh, you start to hallucinate, and uh, it just makes this exchange a little more chilling. What did you think when you arrived in Dubai? When you'd seen what I had done, did you think it the work of a madman? Yeah. I thought you'd lost your goddamn mind. Or I hope that's what happened. Oh, yes. That would have made things easier. But I wasn't that lucky. You sure about that? I assure you, I'm as sane as you are, Captain. 
Hi, Ernie. Uh, this this game is so cool. It's constantly mm-hmm. five dollars on Steam. Just yep. just get it, and you'll have a you'll have a blast playing. It's one I. It's like a shame thing mm-hmm. that I've played a little bit of it and haven't finished. Same here. Like, oh. Obviously, important cool uh, game. So well, we just spoiled it for you. Don't, I'm sorry. I I wasn't listening. It's, it's, okay. it's still beautiful, and I I couldn't get over the the idea that it was who who was the publisher? Two K. Yep. Yep. Like they acquired the Spec Ops series, which nobody expects anything. They've always already always had the Spec and Ops. It was, just, it was just it was just useless the, it was just the reboot. It, it, this is just yeah. like the reboot of it. And it, before that, it was a $10 war yeah, game yeah, that yeah. came out during like the PS1's dying right. days. Yeah, and like that they resurrected it to do this, which is like, even me as someone who wants this, if I were an executive, like, there's no way you're allowed to make this. Yeah. There, there's mm-hmm. nobody demanding to feel bad about shooting people, but, for the right reasons. Yeah. I've played some uh, board games with the lead writer mm. of it, Walt Williams, a couple times, and he's a, a really nice guy. But exactly as serious as you expect <laughs> from the guy who, who wrote this game. Are you really going to buy up all the property in Monopoly? Hope you feel good about yourself, it's, slumlord. It's, are you really going to kill all these zombies in Dead Island too? Well, aren't you a hero? You know that zombie has a family. He's <laughs> cool. He's yeah, cool that's that's what they why they fired Jaeger is like they just made the ending. Uh, you've been insane all the whole time, and you've just been killing people. This game also had a sick multiplayer mode. No, it didn't. <laughs> that, that was, you know, it got a, like the developers fucking like went on record as yeah. hating the multiplayer. I thought it was okay, but did it in any way tie into the story? And um, the, it was how? it was set before the events of the story, where it's like you had like rival factions of this the damned thirty third uh, and other soldiers fighting. And but it, it did try to take like the sand into account. Like there would be sandstorms where you'd have to run for shelter periodically. The song "Sandstorm" the, featured prominently in the mm-hmm. game. The, the issue to me is sort of the disconnect between like we're gonna make some like really brutal comments mm-hmm. on war. Uh, let's all jump into a, a death match <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and it's shoot a modern each other. shooter. Time. <laughs> and it, it was, I think it was. You don't, all... you don't have a modern shooter without a multiplayer no. mode. That's yeah. how you get Bioshock. That's the thing. It, it's one of those boxes they had to check in order to make the yeah. game, even and though it, it, it's, yeah. it's kind of counter to what the game it's is just, saying. It's just so hard, maybe, maybe you know, not impossible, but really hard to say anything in a fun multiplayer yeah. mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not saying every game needs to be spec ops line. I'm just glad it exists. I'm so glad someone wanted to take t- took this position and like yeah. a- ask you held the held the mirror up to violence in society. It'd be a pretty uh, pretty just boring and crushing after a while if every game were spec ops. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. There's, so that's this, like, there's this one game, pra- this. but I'm praising it as this this diamond in the rough for that mm-hmm. reason. So if you see it, pick it up. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called like the guy stays dead or something. But there's this one sort of experimental shooter that meant to sort of help you think about all the all the people you shoot in games where you're kind of like just shown this guy in front of you and you have like a ridicule gun mm-hmm. and you can shoot him and if you shoot him it's game over and then if you like reload the game at any time in the future he's just still dead <laughs> like you can't do anything really all right yeah wow it's a good concept uh and i also say i am I'm embarrassed by this i was writing for pc gamer at the time a little indie publisher uh, yeah. That carries a lot of weight to it, and I wrote a quote, and they asked if they and like it was approved. And then the next time I saw it, there was a commercial with a CG movie where the lead character was sliding down an embarrassing pull quote for me, which was, <laughs> I believe, it set my brain on fire. Nah. Which I didn't say for the reasons the game. <laughs> obviously, the commercial made it look like I just I didn't expect this approach to a war game. Right, uh, it was a turn of phrase used to make it interesting to read. Yeah, I, I, they they promised this, but like I this totally took mm-hmm. me by surprise, and I couldn't believe they're doing this, but. 
the guy does a rock slide down my quotes. Except my like literally on, on my fire. quote. Yes, PC gamer, and it's nice, me. Nice, I'm nice. embarrassed. <laughs> it happens. Number four. I need your help. Car stuck in the snow? Need help dethawing your windshield? It's my daughter. She's missing. She run off? We were in a car accident. When I came to, she was gone. Who's it's so fucking played? familiar. Silent Hill, Shattered Memories. Sharded Memories. Sharded Memories. Sharded Memories. Didn't we talk Whoa. about this recently? No. Really? <laughs> no. Not like two episodes ago? No. I feel okay. like half of the Silent Hill series falls in the, like, great story, not so great gameplay. Like, mm-hmm. The Room. But this one more than any of them. Yeah. But The Room is, is like... Is the Wii one? Yes. Yeah. See, okay, what Tyler's saying, I feel like I asked that about Sharded Memories mm-hmm. uh, recently. Okay. But <laughs> yeah, it's a remake of the first one. So people are out there laughing at us. It yeah. is? Yes, it is a remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of the story, mm-hmm. um, it is, in terms of gameplay, it is a complete departure. It is mostly exploration-based. And then every so often, they just throw in monsters in these sequences where you have to run at breakneck speed through a frozen landscape, and a lot of snow. it kind of sucks. And it's a Wii game exclusively. We did talk no, about it. No, it was also yeah. on PS2 and PSP. When did we talk about it? I know because I mentioned that Sam Barlow, the creator of Her Story, was the, uh, one of the lead designers. Oh, well, that doesn't on this count. It, oh, okay, it wasn't in the list. Yeah. I heard you could pick up the Wii remote. Ring, ring, yes, ring. Yes, you could. Hello. Yep. Um, if you guys were here in the room, I actually have a Wii remote in my hand. I have no <laughs> idea why it's next I to don't the podcast. Then you get the uh, the um, Flintstone phone effect. <laughs> yeah, what damn do? Were you letting, were you letting Grim play Smash Brothers in here or something? Huh? Yeah, that's weird. Is that why you'd have that? Um, yeah, we were probably streaming something. I forget what it was. I think we were just deep-throating it on uh, during oh, a live stream. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what nice. the, the rainbow is yeah. for. We had a rainbow party with the Wii remote. <laughs> <laughs> Say that five times fast. Rainbow yeah. party with the Wii remote. Rainbow party with the Wii remote. <sighs> Lemon party with the Wii remote. <laughs> Lemon party with the Wii remote. Uh, so my butthole left to stay. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Get this podcast back on track. I'm trying. Get it back on track. You want to stop interrupting me while I'm trying? I don't talk about my butt. You first. need to stop deep deep throating this Wii remote. I mm-hmm. can't. <laughs> okay, I just I. <laughs> Gargling the D-pad. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, so Silent Hill, Sharded Memories. Uh, also on PSP Thank and you. PS2. PS2 is probably the best way to play it. I hope <clears throat> that they do a <clears throat> remake of it. Um, but it was, I don't think so. It was really cool to explore mm-hmm. the, the empty, empty world of Silent Hill <laughs> and like find all these weird little things like about the choking game or whatever that they call uh-huh. it. Like... There was this whole mini plot Isn't line that how about David like, Carradine died. Yes, <laughs> yes, about like a public service uh, campaign to tell kids not to uh, auto erotically asphyxiate. <laughs> um, you want to end up like the guy from In Excess? Look at him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anyway, so what sets this apart from earlier Silent Hills, other than the icy landscape and uh, selective appearances of monsters, is that uh, a chunk of the game is spent. Like Until Dawn, in a first-person chat with a shrink. I've read your notes. The other therapist didn't work out for you. I want you to know this will be different. We take this at your pace. No notes. No drugs. No theories. We go back to the start. Understand what happened. So that intercuts the gameplay every Mm. so often. And you're 
told to answer questions uh, about like you know have you ever cheated on a partner uh, what do you consider most important in a relationship stuff like that and your answers can shape certain things in the world for mm-hmm. example Sybil Bennett the police officer is like she has three different incarnations depending on how you answer the questions. Do you she, like blondes? She she looks uh, in one of them. She's like professional looking and brunette. In another, she's like fully uniformed cop with a ball cap and everything, mm-hmm. like like SWAT officer. And then there's like a third incarnation where she's like blonde with glasses and like showing a bunch of cleavage, like her shirt's wide open. And so you can you can notice a difference. <laughs> if you answer the question, do you like things from Japan? You'll get that one. Uh-huh. You 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 notice a difference. Uh, for example, from this meeting. I need your help. Car stuck in the snow. Need help dethawing your windshield. It's my daughter. It and <laughs> this. You okay, sir? Not a good night to be out and about. I'm looking for my daughter. Take a seat. Your daughter. Go on. We were in a car accident. When I came to, she was gone. Maybe she went to get help. So it's just a little. Oh, you're witty. Yeah, little, little bit more uh, helpful, a little bit friendlier, depending on how you approach her. Like one, she's really suspicious. Like, I hope you weren't driving drunk. And playing through uh, until I really did like that, but it is also like the game focus grouping you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like before you start playing, what do you like? I like yellow. Whole game yellow. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we'll be doing. <laughs> All games should do that all the time. What scares you? Idea. Okay, that's the enemy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, spiders uh, have fun fighting this giant spider. But again, that's that's why this medium is special. I don't know why more yeah. games don't do things like that. Yeah, movies can't do that. Shit. Yeah. Like what? What, do you, what scares you more? STDs. It follows. Watch that. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So, is have any of you actually played this besides me? Hell no! It's a fucking Wii Silent Hill game. Yeah. I couldn't touch us with but a 10-foot Wiimote. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I just looked into it for the Barlow connection once. <laughs> I'm just got to keep bringing that up, because that's all okay. I know Please about Please keep it. plugging my detected novel, the Barlow connection. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it was really like, that was this was sort of the genesis of like the, the kind of games he's now making. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just interesting that like this... Sort of not really well remembered Wii game mm-hmm. spawned like a you know one of the year's sort of indie hits there's, based there's... on based on the idea of a police interview that he thought was like interesting in that game and there should be a Kickstarter campaign to redo games released exclusively on Wii consoles <laughs> for yeah. normal people so we can, <laughs> we can normal people seriously like a bunch of wonderful garbage came out on that that platform and. Utilizing no motion controls, they did the they did, they did. redo the they first one, but that one. But yeah, Mad World, we never got a Mad World game. Yeah. Uh, like, boom blocks just wouldn't be the same. <laughs> those motion controls. Yeah, Steven Spielberg's boom blocks. Ninja Bread Man. I don't mm-hmm. know if that'll translate. I, uh, I did make a strong case. Uh, I don't think you put it on there. Epic Mickey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't but, I? Well, Chris said it had a shitty story. No, I said uh, it wasn't it, worth playing. I, no. And Warren Spector You're is a, is a liar. And Disney terrible person. No, I never said that. I said it has a wonderful setting and a premise and no story whatsoever. Yep. Uh, uh, and if like you're not if you're not in on the premise, you're not going to give a fuck about the story because it's just good. like this world is infected. Fix it. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's the most game premise. Yeah, it, it's it's it, there's nothing really novel about it outs, outside of its premise and its setting and the characters it got to utilize. That's it's I don't know. I'm trying. I was trying to find a comparison. 
Rom the Space Knight has been ripped away from Marvel. Imagine a game that was about reintroducing Rom the Space Knight back. Yeah. Everybody's mm. face is blank right now. But it's a couple mm. of you out there get it. It's 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 weird. Uh, but it's My the gameplay. It also is not bad. The control scheme is. Uh, the Wii remote was not good, and that's again should fall on the Kickstarter. Yeah. Let's fi- fix these Wii games and bring them to Steam. Finally, play Mario Galaxy like it was intended to not flaggle when I double jump. But on yeah. the uh, on the topic of Silent Hill and mm. these like interview scenes, let me let me run a th- run a theory, an idea uh-huh, by uh-huh, you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So we, we sort of have this theory at PC Gamer. By we, I mean like me and uh, Tim, my boss, that uh, <clears throat> the most underutilized uh, uh, genre mm-hmm. of 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 fiction mm-hmm. in gaming is the police procedural, and that yeah. that'll be the next thing. Is the police procedural because it's the most popular yeah. TV genre? Yeah. yeah, they brought back King's Quest. Time to bring back Police Quest. <laughs> well, no, but they keep trying. Like you know, like LA Noir was kind of an anomaly because mm-hmm. like so few games. Like there were those CSI point and clicks where mm-hmm. you like find semen and like yeah. uh, <laughs> I, just find semen. I just remember you mentioning that about Heavy Rain that it wanted to be a police procedural, but seemed to have been done by people who've never seen one. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I am police. <laughs> well, I, problem, where is Wasteland? Well, I have fine. no idea how police work. Like. You can't. The, the police don't just get to decide this man is the killer, and then he goes to prison for the rest of his life. There's more to it than that. You're you, need, you need more evidence than hey, I once saw this guy holding an origami figure. You're under arrest <laughs> unless you help me. I think one of the problems is that like most police work is pretty boring, yeah. but it's such a popular genre in yeah. every other storytelling medium. That for it not to be a popular game genre, I feel that's, like that's, I, that's think that's why we talked about Alien Noir for so long. It's such a weird yeah. game, and mm-hmm. like the, the concept is not immediately satisfying. But whenever I reflect on it, I'm like, yeah, that fucking game was awesome. But like the idea of like interviews yeah. and questions changing things, or the questions you ask changing mm-hmm. things, I just but not in a clear way. Like, yeah, I, I, no. The I'm actually on board with the idea of now of like doing a survey at the beginning of every game <laughs> where it's just like. Space Marine or Mafia Boss? Oh. They probably will at some point, but it'll probably be for Trigger Wars. Man, if you guys want a want, want a game with surveys at the beginning, oh, please. Family Feud for the Wii. <laughs> surveys at the beginning, middle, and end. Wonderful. So wait, you have to first fill out the survey and then guess what the survey says? Mm-hmm. No, I'm yes. sorry. I'm guessing that uh-huh. there is no surveys. You're only yeah, you're guessing. Right. You get to mess with Blame. Richard Karn's body. They I don't should know do it. They should. They could do like a. Uh, Family Feud over Xbox Live. For real. Though everyone would just troll the answers. Yes, they like, would. Everyone is, every answer is D's nuts. <laughs> That's topical, right? Yeah. It's, D's nuts is going to be our next president. <laughs> yes. President of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number three. When you're running away, you need a sanctuary. A place where nothing bad can touch you. But you can never escape the questions. They follow you everywhere. No Who's idea. Pl- okay. Dave has an idea. <laughs> this is it also is, Because Hill. Dave grabbed these well, sounds. Speaking of police procedurals, this is mm. Murdered Soul Suspect. Oh. And it is firmly in the middle because it has mediocre gameplay and an okay. a, a pretty good story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the only thing that drove me through this game, besides the fact that I was reviewing it, is the fact that like it's a really good story. There's uh, the, the lead is a character named uh, Ronan O'Connor, mm-hmm. who has just been killed by a serial killer and wants to catch this person before he strikes again. 
he has to find a, uh, a medium to help him out during the case, kind of like Ghost, I guess. <sighs> right. Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Um, except except, except she, in the, she's a rebellious teenage yeah. girl who Get doesn't always follow your orders. But like, yeah, like so he's he's feeling grief because also like his wife is dead and he can't he can't be reunited with his wife until he solves this murder. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember or why that was some exactly. pottery. But um, I think because she's already gone to heaven and he's he's bound he's to this yeah. world until he can solve his own murder. Murder. Yeah. But the, uh, yeah, what I like about this game is that like, yeah, it's a it's a police procedural and all that, and he's got a sidekick. But the side he's never quite like he's never real friends with his sidekick. It's just like she's in this shitty situation. Like her family's like uh, they're all uh, mediums, so like they've basically been tortured by ghosts their entire life. Yeah, <laughs> and then there's a serial killer who's trying to kill them. Yes. And spoiler alert: <gasps> you eventually find out that the only reason you were killed is because you were in the wrong place, wrong time when the serial murderer you were tracking was trying to kill this medium girl. This, yeah. If you just told me that this was called Soul Suspect. Uh, and described all that to me, you could convince me it was like a CBS show that lasted four episodes <laughs> uh-huh. before being canceled. Starring Kevin McKidd and yeah. Dominic West. <laughs> well, speaking of that scene, the, the next clip is from that scene where he first meets her. Okay. Holy shit. You're a medium. I'm a large. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> well, I ain't I the luckiest guy That's in the world. That's my hat size. Don't wear it out. I just found the perfect little helper. What? is it with you guys and my family? Helping the cops do their job is not some some privilege. It's a trap. I'm not your informant, your partner, or your friend. I don't owe you anything. You owe me. Yeah, so that's another thing in this world. Uh, mediums regularly help cops, and it's just sort of mm-hmm. taken uh, at face value that they're legit. It still happens on occasion like in real life. Mm-hmm. HBO documentaries are to, to be believed, <laughs> but I really do. I like the 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 uh, dynamic those two characters have because he's never like a father figure. They're never like uh, maybe we'll fall in love or something. Mm-hmm. It's just people who are, are bound together because they just have a Married. similar shitty situation. Yep, yep, exactly. And like there are a lot of times where it's like you know what I'm not going to hang around with you for a while. You kind you're kind of like being an asshole. I'm going to do some, like, research on my own and leave you. And it, I mean, it's mostly just to separate the characters for a while, yeah, but it's yeah. also, like, you know, it makes sense. Like, these people are just thrown together. They, they're they not going to spend all their time together, and they're not going to be, like, all friendly. Yeah, they the kind of hate each other a little bit. Yeah. Um, one is a burden. Well, they're both burdens on each other. Yeah. Kinda. Um, but I, I picked this up when it was, like, seventeen ninety nine mm. on a mm. PS, PSN sale, and I was mm. like, yes, I want more PS4 games because I've only had this a few months. <laughs> and I, after a while, finally got around to just, I'm going to give this a shot. And I started playing it, and I had a hard time stopping. And mm. I was kind of like, I don't understand why this got so fucking slammed. Did it get slammed? It got so- slammed so hard, including huh. by our, our own Dave Rudden. Yeah, I, what I, I think I gave it like a five or a six. It was yeah. not... Uh, I love this story, I, like I, that's what drove me through this game. But the 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 crime solving is completely mm. no risk. Yeah, like at least well, with, you're dead already. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But I mean, but like, what about in, heaven? In LA Noir, you would like you could screw up a case and not mm. solve it. This is like 
Oh, you guessed wrong. That's not the solution to this problem. Try again. Mm-hmm. No, no, dis- no yeah. deterrent so to keep trying. No risk crime scenes, and then high risk bits where they're like demon stealth. That, where these, that is the worst. They're these, I like, hate it. The, the, huh? the floating black things from Ghost that drag people down to hell. Mm. Like they, they're basically in this game. Yeah, and these these hooded hooded floating dementors. Uh, I got it. They're, yeah, they're they're like ghosts who've been around too long. They went really crazy, and now they feed on other ghosts. And you have to you have to sneak up on them and like get rid like kill them but it is so annoying at times because some of these state like some of the places you're in and you have to find all these is just the finding the correct path is just so frustrating I think I spent yeah. more time doing that than like anything else in the game because you it was can just you can walk through as hell. doors, but only some doors. Yeah, and only some walls. And I, no sense. One, of the first, one of the first buildings you go to is like, oh, this is so old. They consecrated everything, mm. so you can only go through open doors, and yeah. that kind of stuff. And you, you don't run into that that creepy dude from Ghost who t- who teaches you oh, all the Vincent, rules. What's his name? Yeah, he's dead now. Mm-hmm. But there's there's a bunch of weird stuff like uh, you uncover ghost stories. You yeah. you have to solve Where's creepy other people's murders, including there's one that's it's based on real events that happened fairly recently at a hotel in mm. LA, Dang. where uh, there was like hotel guests were reporting like filthy water coming out of the taps. And ah, I was near. It that turned hotel. out that uh, they were playing Oregon Trail. Almost, <laughs> it turned out that there was a uh, dead woman's body ah! inside the, the water tank in uh, the basement, and uh, had been there for like a couple months. Oh, gross! Yeah. It was on the roof. Oh, wasn't it? Yeah, that's oh, right. It yeah. was on the roof. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. I did. I do remember that because yeah. no one knew how she got in there mm-hmm. or why she went. I remember in. They thought we, it like, was a suicide. We probably. saw the hotel, and then someone like at E three some mm-hmm. year, and someone was like. Oh, did you hear about the woman who died in the yeah. water tank? I was like, uh, no. And we all looked it up. And it so that just... story is in Murdered Soul Suspect. Wow, that's really yeah. recent, I feel it like. Is. And you have to find like a woman who's been murdered and her body was left in a tank. Ripped from the headlines. <laughs> yep. uh, I have nothing of value to add to this, except that when I saw it, what is games obsession with colons and subtitles because mm. if there was a game on the rack and I'm a little kid and it just says murdered like, mm, I'll take it uh, I'll take it right now like just call yourself murdered but yeah. uh, Chris see I don't think you're getting it it's it's a bit of a pun uh-huh. soul suspect okay Okay. so like soul <gasps> like you're a ghost you're soul but uh, S-O-L-E means like the only so like there's one so like suspect a shoe. is yeah. there more than one suspect Dave? no and the, the, you, uh, you're not the suspect so I don't know why it's called soul suspect <laughs> Suspect because you're a ghost, you can't be the suspect because you're dead. You are what is being you, you didn't investigated. shoot yourself from ten feet away. Yeah. Nor is the nor is the girl that you're interacting with. It sounds like a, a point for murder. Yeah, but so I, out murder. Yeah, I, I mean, there's some like charming bits. Uh, I also got a clip where it's a little bit of a jokey thing oh, between. It was like the Ronin 90s. And, there'd uh, be this magazine cover. And it's like, have you been murdered? Yeah. Um, <laughs> at fun Last stop now. Graveyard. <laughs> To crazy town, a big improvement. People who see things nobody else can see end up living here. Not that crazy. Come on. Okay, I'll help you get inside, but. But what? Look, if we're gonna ask this girl Iris about this contract, the asking needs to be done by a living person, right? Just remember who opens the door for you, tough guy. Yeah, yeah. On the next murdered. I don't know. I like it's a nice story. It's yeah. 
that like the dynamic between them is like sometimes it's it's you know buddy cop, but sometimes it's like people who are just thrust into the situation and ha- like know that they don't have mm-hmm. to be nice to each other. Yeah, and I, I also like that you meet a lot of ghosts, like other yeah. ghosts, just wandering around, and some of them are just like, "Hey, I'm a friendly townsperson. I'll talk to you for a little bit," and then yeah. others are like. I'm a total asshole. I tried to kill this woman whose apartment I'm haunting, yeah. and she killed me instead. So now I'm gonna I, I scare her kid every night. Oh, yeah. good. Hide in his closet. <laughs> good. I trying to remember what stand-up comedian I just saw make the observation. How come all ghosts are from like the 18th century? Like, <laughs> sooner or later, you have to run across a 1980s ghost with a big phone. Like, <laughs> 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 uh. Wait. Man, this yeah, is, I, I got I, murdered. This is totally bogus. Yeah, like a, and this is a game where I was weirdly into all the lore that you would get from like collectibles mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I think it's because I was just like, I don't want to go back to playing it. I'd rather just read or hear hear audio log. Please give me more of this stuff. Yeah. Well, I I enjoyed it, and I still feel like if you can get this for cheap, it is well worth diving into. Yeah, like I, it is, and I I think I tweeted something when it was on sale. It's like. Mm. On Steam, it's like it is a terrible game for sixty dollars. <laughs> it is a great game for ten dollars. Yeah, more like, ten dollar games. Like, like the idea of like a ghost kid wearing a big dog shirt, <laughs> yeah. going like yeah. only nineties kids will remember my murder. <laughs> <laughs> it's there? true. It happened at their school. Yep. <laughs> Oh, I was God. killed by one of the kids on Step by Step, but which one? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's Sasha, we all know. <laughs> you won't believe which of these Step by Step kids murdered this kid. <laughs> Number two. So, here we are, Agent Thornton. Guess you can go home again. If by home you mean prison. Mr. Westridge first spoke to you in this room, didn't he? Interrogated, actually. It was a really dull conversation. When he asked you why you volunteered for Alpha Protocol, do you remember what you told him? I think I told him I was in for the excitement. Sure feels that way now. Yeah, sure feels that uh, way now. I, I love that. Line. That's uh, Michael Thornton talking, who sounds in this clip like he's being voiced by Brian Posehn. Man, I'm just so tired of all these yeah. Alpha Protocols. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. That was somebody's response to the question of the week. I wish I remembered their name. But Alpha, Alpha Protocol. Protocol. They were the game they loved and which had more... Uh, huh. It was uh, It was one where I was super conflicted because yeah. it's a fantastic story yeah. with just the shittiest, like, also ran bargain bin Mass Effect gameplay. <laughs> Is yeah. this from... That Obsidian Sega. could oh, put together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sega and Obsidian. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Match made in... Uh... <laughs> Oh, match me in the toilet. Hell. Yeah, it yeah. seems like a seventh grader's party, and they had to go in the closet and kiss, and ended up making a multi-million dollar game out of it. Obsidian's yeah. made great games. They have. Actually, you know what they they make no. great games no. with fantastic stories and not always completely developed mm-hmm. gameplay. Because mm-hmm. like Alpha Protocol is definitely one of those games. It seems like there's so much cool under the hood. Yeah. Like, a lot of shitty chuffa. You just wish you could scrape off like chuffa? you're whittling a stick. Yes. What are you, uh, a Brito? I'm a Brito chuffa. Uh. But yeah, yeah, and it was it felt like Mass Effect Lite very mm-hmm. much, but you could do all this cool stuff like I love any game that treats boogeyman as human. There is a character in here named uh Shahid who he's he's like uh position as an Osama bin Laden guy and you're supposed to go and take him down, but you constantly have choices in this game. You mm-hmm. have dialogue trees for like everything. You can interrupt people with your like just interject with with things uh and when you like what 
Exactly. <laughs> Roll canceling? Exactly. <laughs> but when you finally meet Shahid, like, uh, he comes at you in, like, an APC, you blow it up, he, he staggers out and coughing, and you have the choice to execute him, mm-hmm. or you can talk to him, and then you find out that, oh, he's actually uh, paid off by this American corporation, and if you play your cards right, you can actually get him to help you and become an ally further down the road. In fact, there's a lot of choices like this. Your choice, whether or not to kill someone or to help someone, will have uh, ripple effects down the road, for example. When I was at Brakov's mercy, you chose to intervene. I've not forgotten. And you spared Sis when you had no reason to do so. Now it is my turn to help you. You're not getting compassionate in your old age, are you? Consider it a payment for services rendered. One doesn't kill the golden goose. You can become the golden goose to these people. <laughs> but I, I always like that you can play it as, as much of an asshole or as much of a peacemaker as you want. You don't have to kill most of the people you encounter. There, there's usually... like, And you can use non-lethal ammunition. Uh, for example, there's that character Sis that you mentioned is this mute Russian girl... Uh, who tries to kill you, and if you subdue her non-lethally, then she becomes an ally. Mm. I always love games where you can turn enemies into friends. I I think that's a really cool option to have. Mm. Does this play like anything combat-wise? I remember, like, I haven't played it in years. I remember Mm. it being kind of Splinter Cell-y, kind of Mass Effect-y. Uh, like I said, it's it's very much Mass Effect. I hate enemies, but friends, <laughs> friends I like. <laughs> if I can turn friends into enemies, well, that, that not all, not everybody can be turned. Like there are some people who are just very much out to kill you. Dracula, and, yes, Dracula. I want to say Dracula cannot be your friend <laughs> because, because I let it go earlier. Uh, South Park: The Stick of Truth, mm-hmm. uh, Pillars of Eternity, Wasteland Two, Fallout New Vegas. All generally considered to be pretty great games. Mm. So, you know, Alpha Protocol, Alpha Pro, mm-hmm. yeah, let, it, let it slide. And they I mean, made some really good games. You can you can be uh, just boring or businesslike. I think I think there were different names for the approaches, like, and they were based on different secret agents. So you could be just like really straightforward and aggro, or you could be a little charming about things. You ever been a pushy woman in the heart of Arabia? Once, lost a bet. Cute. Yeah. Let's fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I lost my voice. <laughs> I don't know what this sound is. Uh, oh, yes, of course. Suppose you already have a plan. Save the day? Somehow. But first I have to get back to the facility. Then take out the folks that trained me, along with any Marines, agents, or any other Halbeck thugs they've got with them. Get evidence on an international conspiracy. And prevent World War Three. No biggie. <laughs> I'm Alpha Protocol. I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like this is this weird thing, and again, spoilers. Uh, Alpha Protocol is this secret, like black ops program that recruits you, and then you find out that they're actually bad guys. And so, at the end, you can you can kind of try to restore Alpha Protocol. You can go against them and kill everybody that you worked with. Uh, ah, you can you me. can side with the evil corporate bad guy. This reminds me of the game that I'm Ghost Protocol. Mm. Yeah, this reminds me of the game that I'm uh, working on called Alpha Alpha Protocol, yeah. where hey! you're where you have to uh, kill. No, not Alpha Protocol. I'm Alpha all Alpha. business. 
Okay. <laughs> Alfalfa protocol, you have to kill all the little rascals. Clear out. Nice. I'm going renegade. <laughs> no, <laughs> our references are not mixing well. Paraparagon, baby. Uh. Well, here's a game we did just talk about. Number one. F. K. In the coffee. I knew I could count on it. Never fails. Now then, let's get going. F. K. No idea. In the coffee. Save Oh, D4? This is Twin Peaks in the game. Uh, Deadly Premonition. Yes, of course. The worst gameplay with the best story. Yep. Is it, a, is it a good story? I think so. It's it, a fascinating story. Okay. Yeah. And there's it's, so much of it. <laughs> so much It's story. similar enough to um, Twin Peaks to like get you initially interested, and then it just like goes off the rails so much that you want to just keep... Mm-hmm. I, I really it, love the Hobbit trilogy because it had so much story. Just the conversations that you have at lunch are arresting. It reminds me of a film I saw recently. The town is under attack by aliens. And so the mayor calls all citizens to the town hall to warn them. However, seeing this, the aliens attack the hall and wipe them all out together. Is that relevant, Agent York? The way they kill is fantastic. They used a combination of balloons and meat sauce for exploding heads. Those aliens start firing their death rays and heads start popping. It's flat. Really quite something. Agent York, some of us are trying to eat here. I know, Emily. I'm one of them. That, that, that is some great sound mixing. Turn down the v- Vigilante 8 character yeah. selects music <laughs> just for a second. Nope. I said, <laughs> I, said I like this old movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually not sure what movie he's referencing. Me right neither. Now. But it sounded 50s due to the sound effects. Here's something else. He's a workaholic, I guess. Workaholic? You mean he's probably just a nutcase? Eating surrounded by dead bodies? There's something broken in his brain. Lives among corpses on a diet of potato chips. Sounds like just the man we need. Uh, it sounds like he should have used a different soundtrack for that yeah. scene. I mean, yeah. I know I know the soundtrack for Jim Belushi's Taking Care of Business is available. It doesn't make <laughs> put it in your game. <laughs> But the game is full of so full of inappropriate soundtrack yeah. choices. Yeah. From that whistling, I really, thing I really want to all the time. Play, play this all the way through. So they yeah. raped all the corporate corpses. Do 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 do. I'm gonna go shave. Hey, you have to shave. You have to drive around the town and look into people's windows at certain times to catch them doing stuff. Drive miles on the highway and talk to yourself about movie commentaries. Great, great game. Yeah, Zach. Like I, I learned about Remo Williams' The Adventure Begins. That movie is fantastic. Election Begins. Yes. Yeah, no. Yeah. The Adventure Begins. Yeah, yeah. Please, I got this. It was supposed <laughs> to be part of a trilogy or something. It's and it never amounted to anything. One of the most anything. presumptuous titles in yes. history. <laughs> Famous for a, a battle sequence that takes place when the Statue of Liberty was being um, not resurrected. Erected? No, it was being cleaned in like 1985. I remember ah. very clearly when you couldn't see the Statue of Liberty for like a year. Oh, man. Uh, and Ow. Rebo Williams shoots an action sequence next to it. Uh, and he also has flying powers, and it's hilarious. It's one of the most fun movies I've ever seen. They hired a white guy and put him in Asian makeup, and Wilford Brimley sits in a different room and barks <laughs> orders out. It is fucking <laughs> great. Remo Williams, Fred Ward, I love you. <laughs> Have you actually played through all of Deadly Premonition? No, I got yeah. about 10 hours in, which in this yeah. game is like a 
third to a quarter of it. Mm-hmm. And I think I got about 12 hours in and was like, okay, I have to be close to the end, right? Nope, it's like 40 hours long. You, you still have hours and hours of mindlessly driving and yeah. looking into windows. And, yeah. and uh, the gameplay is so awful. It's like <laughs> the worst Resident Evil style shooting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the combat is just yeah, as bad and, as everything else. And it's, else. you're just aiming at these very wobbly enemies that just sort of shimmy back and forth. Yeah, they're all like crab walking upside down, so like finding where to shoot them is also annoying. And I I think, is that what you said? You you praise D4 because it just gets... It got rid of all that. It gets rid of like the gameplay pretense and it's all about finding uh, weird shit and having gameplay. stupid so conversations. Uh, and, and so it's one of those games that's like, I, I keep wondering, like, wait, am I crazy and killing <laughs> civilians because they all they keep mm-hmm. like begging for mercy? It these, has a spec zombies, line ending. Yeah, as they're, as they're coming at you, these zombies that are like bent over backwards, like, I don't want to die. Don't yeah. kill me. <laughs> and then they attack. Uh, yeah. I want to play this so bad. Yeah, me too. And then every time I do, I regret it. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, like, the mods on the PC version make it look well, the, pretty cool, at least. I think it was one of those things that Darth fella fixing uh, yeah. Japanese PC ports yeah. once again. Mm-hmm. Um, he's almost yeah. he, he's an unpaid hero, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I think Deadly Premonition is sort of like the Star Wars holiday special, in that, like, you remember <laughs> the fun parts. Yeah. And the fun parts are really fun, but then you always forget about all the, oh, the yeah, rest B. of Arthur it sings with a broom for like nine minutes. This is awful. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah needs a broom. Carrie Fisher's on like way too many drugs here. <laughs> and there, she's on so many drugs that they, they drown her out. And then there's Wookiee porn. <laughs> but no, I, I do like Deadly Premonition. I like every cutscene I've seen of Deadly Premonition. Let's just mention the Sinner's Sandwich again. Mm-hmm. Her fun and turkey, strawberry jam, and cereal. Mm-hmm. It is delicious. Anyway, that's our top five. Uh, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases, some news, some other stuff. So stay tuned. It's me, the raccoon that lives under Chris's porch, and... For Christ, guys, are you really gonna make me do this? Come on, it's adorable. The listeners have been asking for this for two weeks. Do I have to wear the hat, too? Well, the hat's the best part. You look so cute. It's just that it's not really a visual medium, and... Come on, that song's playing! You're gonna miss your cue! <sighs> if you're liking the Vidja Game Show, there's a few things I think you should know. They need your support, so we exhort you to review on iTunes, bro. Five-star ratings sure help us a lot. And tell friends if you think the show's hot Or buy a t-shirt with a scary Skull logo There at store.lasertimepodcast.com Next to shirts for other shows That are the bomb Also, if you don't think that VGA stinks Buy some stuff through Laser Time's Amazon links Visit us at VidjaGameApocalypse.com Comment on articles and leave us forum posts and tell us what you like about the show or what 
It should change. Tell the hosts that they should stop humiliating me. Follow us on the Twitters, you can. We're at VG Apocalypse Man. And you'll get to know right when the show goes up sometime around 3 a.m. And if you've got payola to give, well, we sure would appreciate it. You click on donate. Please don't be late. Like the show. Uh, just be sure to write that it's for VGA on the donation form. Or it goes to Chris and he'll just piss it away on more laser time. Hey! But before that, I'll find it and then I'll hide it away in my den. And make sure that that garbage smell gets blamed on you. And then I will pile all of my rat skulls high, leaving them where they'll clip Chris right in the thigh. Horror bones will scatter all across the floor. Then they'll call his mom and tell her she's a... Okay, I get it. Shut up. Fine, fine. Ugh, I didn't want to do this anyway. Just remember that you put me up to this, okay? Speaking of which, did the listeners really ask for me to do this? Ah, uh, no. I just like Alvin Chipmunk. Oh, hey, me too. I especially like the one where Alvin knows where Dave sleeps and shits in his mouth while he's in bed. Oh, yeah, I... Wait a minute. Enjoy the rest of the show, everybody. And welcome back to our second segment. You know what that means. It's time to talk about... Who do we have joining us for this segment? Hi, it's me, Henry Gilbert. Hello. Hi, Henry. So you're here replacing mm-hmm. Tyler. Just Be- briefly. Yes, just briefly, because you have actually played Until Dawn. Well, yeah, all three of us did. I, I, well, actually, I guess I was the only one with my hand on the but controller. But we voted. We yeah. did vote. I feel like I should say, the week's probably biggest release, because we aren't Madden fans, is Until Dawn. Mm. Yeah, no, I think it is the biggest release, because it's also not a remake of something else, too. Yes. It's an mm. original game. Though, people were talking about on the stream how like it seemed like Sony wasn't advertising at all for no. it. Like, nobody no. had any idea... I was. was out. I had serious misgivings. It's like, did I just pre-order a, a crap game? Uh, somebody uh, in the chat commented that they, I think it was Juice Caboose, so they worked at GameStop and they ordered uh, six copies of the game, and five of them were pre-ordered. Yeah. So nobody is getting that wow. game in retail, and they were all paid in Panettiere. <laughs> I, I do feel weird. Well, I feel weird paying the sixty-four because I do feel like it's. The type I can't of game believe it's sixty dollars. Well, I feel like it does, it's the type it does of feel game like in, a bit high. That in seems a month, insane. I feel like in a month it will be forty. Yep. But, yes. It's a fun, it, it actually kind of reminds me of this weird mashup of, I'd say, Alan Wake, Scream, and The Way of the Samurai Games, because mm. it's a branching path, it is very specifically a remake of a type yeah. of genre of it film. It makes a huge deal out of the branching paths, like it yeah, has huge. this whole butterfly effect system. They tell it to you so many times, like, hey, it, we're not fucking but, around here, this really has mm-hmm. branching paths. Still, it tells it to you but unless you play it twice how do we know mm-hmm. uh, you yeah. can't really see, see that you. butterfly that shows you oh that was a good <laughs> something happened that like but it, it, it's no different from the walking dead experience you don't see what might have happened had you made a different choice well yeah. no that's why would you replay it if you could see that yeah but that's what i'm saying like how but how is this a feature if you can't you will never notice that this feature exists if you play through once. well because you go back to collect all those totems uh yeah. you know for mm. the to- totems totem kind of show you things mm-hmm. and it's yeah. also a game this is a game that you talk with your friends about like, later mm-hmm. and be like oh mm-hmm. this person yeah, died yeah, at this yeah. point for you didn't for me this person uh, yeah old and i molested that guy for mr robot what'd you do <laughs> well i wonder if that's the you know the future of these type of games of narrative games that they're going to be all these kind of branching path things so that way 
you don't get the experience. Like somebody who watches an entire stream or YouTube video of mm-hmm. The Last of Us, that is the experience of The yeah, Last can, of Us. You can define your own experience. And I, I may have been working at a publisher where we're just having that conversation. How do people talk about a game when they're done playing it? Mm-hmm. Resident Evil. And then I punched a boulder. Me too. Yeah, it was really yeah. cool. <laughs> and like, how, how, do you, how do you okay. have a discussion about something so linear? Yeah. But these games, you get like, what did you do? I did this. Mm-hmm. I did this differently. Well, there's one thing in here, like, I, I thought it seemed familiar, and then I realized uh, when I was putting together the top five this week mm-hmm. that it was ripped off from Silent Hill Shattered Memories. It, it does have a few the bits, similarities. The bits yes. where Peter Stormare is a psychiatrist yeah. talking directly Wait, to you in the first person. Does yeah. that happen in, in Shattered that Memories? exactly yes. With the same actor? Except, except, no, Not it's Michael McConaughey. Michael thinking of Michael Madsen and Matthew McConaughey having yeah, a baby. He's, he's an old uh, anime oh, right, voice right, actor. Right. You, you recognize it. But yeah, in both cases, you are in a first-person view. You don't know who he's talking to. Uh-huh. And he's interviewing you about questions, and those questions will impact the game that you're playing. They also impact how you see his office later yes. on. Because yes, because that's what, that's, what, that's what it got he's weird. He's like, snake. what scares you more? And like yeah. this, and like then that just appears in his office. Yeah. Like, thanks. But then, then so, so many of the things were like dogs or snakes. It's like, well, I'm not scared of either of these things, but I guess snakes are slightly scarier. And what then the fuck? They're a billion times scarier. Yeah. I yeah. will not have this it discussion in the show. On that the snake. I mean, like, dog, I don't. I don't find them scary. inherently scary. Like, a bull snake is yeah. not scary. They're incredibly evil. They have no legs. They, they're creatures of pure instinct. I, a ball python has an adorable Ugh. face. Uh, <laughs> I feel like a wild dog. I have half a chance of getting it to like. Being friendly with it, while a wild snake yeah. is just like mad. I carry a snake around at all times, so wild dog doesn't scare me. Uh, but it also, I also think it's like heavy. I think Until Dawn is like heavy rain without being full of itself, in mm. that it is yes. like branching paths well, and all the stories. But like heavy rain was saw, but it didn't think it was saw. This game is also saw, but it knows it's saw. Uh-huh. So they cast, you know. Actors in their late twenties to play yeah. teenagers, but it's also like a terrible CW. Yeah, they, like when Hayden Panettiere is your biggest star in in your game. Like, I'd say uh, Rami Malik is is probably a bigger star. Well, now right he now. is. We yeah. did not now know his name is. before we encountered it. That's the Mister Robot guy. Uh, <laughs> but Hayden, well, I mean Hayden, has he was done... also in the Pacific. He was in the Night at the Pacific. Museum movies. Who Fine, could but, forget? But uh, but Hayden, I'd still say she's a bigger star, and I mean she's above the line. Only because I've seen her shitty show. What has <laughs> she been in since Heroes? Oh God, uh, another video game. Sex with uh, <laughs> that boxer. Vladimir yeah. Klitschko. The TMZ. Yeah, I don't know what she's done. Honestly, like, <laughs> I've seen, I've definitely seen Huffington Post post like. Look at her showing off her hot bikini bod. Easy. <laughs> Once again, Henry's objectifying women on this show, uh, which is very progressive. We kept waiting for her to take that bath. Like, come on, take the bath. Uh, it is, weird, but it's like if I haven't seen, like, Heavy Rain was kind of a send up of police procedurals. This is a send up yeah. of teen horror movies. Yeah. But instead of. The first twenty minutes of a movie uh, building to the creeps, we played for ninety minutes, and that was like it's the like first twelve-hour game. I know, but that's still like a lot of time to do nothing. Death mm-hmm. by that point. Well, yeah. I mean, it's there to establish the characters, and I think mm-hmm. it's it's a very cliche uh, cabin in the woods horror mm-hmm. movie, oh, yeah. and it's it's not as uh, self-aware as like say cabin in the woods is, but at the same time. I think the characters have a little bit more depth to them. Like, you can kind of get to like them or dislike they have them. weirdly deep uh, pop culture knowledge. 
they're talking about like it, thirty or forty year old movies. It is weird when they say like, something like yeah, when they reference something. Open the window, coaches. It's older than them, yeah. but mm. <laughs> Grizzly Adams is referenced. I, yeah, is, Grizzly Adams. If it wasn't I, for Mystery Science Theater three thousand and Prodigy, I'd have no idea who Grizzly Adams was. But I do think uh, you're you're right that you do get to spend more time with them than you know in say Scream. Rose McGowan basically has eight lines to say, yeah. I'm kind of slutty, I'm nice, yeah. but I also like this guy, and I'm your friend, oh, I'm dead. You know, this time you you get to see a lot of the like interplay like between Matt and Mike, and you get to define how Matt, Matt is dealing with Mike's mm-hmm. uh, uh, dating, formerly dating Emily and... Yeah, and also the whole thing with like Chris and Ashley, are they going to get Holy together? Will they? Won't everyone they? has the whitest names in this game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they are the whitest crew. Like yeah. Matt is. Matt yeah. seems to be the only like. Uh, well, yeah. Matt and Emily are the only sort of ethnicities. I I thought I was back in like fucking preschool. Josh is kind of ethnic. One sil- No, it isn't. <laughs> That's impossible. <laughs> His name is Josh. Yeah. So. And the uh, and the the maybe black guy's name is Matt. <laughs> and we also have a Mike. Mm. Everybody has a one syllable yeah. boy name. Yeah, Emily's the only like clear. I uh, I just I really like these. I consider these new kinds of experiences that are coming to game to games, and I think it's a way better way to tell a story than in cutscenes in between action. Uh, I, I'd like to see where how this unfolds a little more. It was kind of mm-hmm. left me it left me cock teased like everybody's going mm-hmm. to Rapture because we didn't <laughs> see much after ninety minutes. Uh, but sixty dollars, come! I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. That's my uh, it, it still seems a bit. I mean, it's a very polished experience. Yeah. yeah. Well, outside of the sound syncing issues, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, there is some of that, and the frame rate drops whenever there's more than one character on screen. I haven't had that problem. Tons of those problems. But this is a, a big. But then expense, I'm not streaming it. This so. is a big, expensive game by Sony. That's an exclusive. Yeah. Like, For a ten-hour game that you'll play maybe more than once, it, yeah. it, you get it's a good value. It's just the way it was sent out to die. Yeah. yeah, every I think that's why I was thinking it was going to be shitty. Like, yeah. that's because they didn't advertise it in the slightest. And but I've it, been trained by games to think this game is good because they advertised yeah. it and they know to get good. <laughs> this reviews. is like the yeah. order treatment where it's like, okay, they nobody is supporting this game. It's going to be cheap in a month or two. Yeah, like you said before. Like, it has the most generic name of all time. I think one yeah. thing I like about it is that it has the the stereotypical like. God, this character's such a pig-headed fucktard. I cannot wait for them to die. But then the game makes you spend more time yeah, with them, and yeah, you start to realize, yeah. like, okay, there's, I, I do sort of like this person. I don't really want to see them die. And then I they die. Understand. I understand. They don't like being I always, stuck in this little trope either. And <laughs> I always have a boner. I can't help it. Yeah. <laughs> they do. They definitely. I, I do like that. Right. Uh, there's that bit where Peter Stormare asks you to like go through and like, which character do you like more? Which one do you do you like the least? And mm. then, like, he finally says, like, which one do you like the least? And for me, it was down to, like, Mike and Emily. And, mm. like, I tapped Emily. And he's like, ha, too bitchy for your tastes, huh? <laughs> well, Little just, Olivia just remember yeah. that, uh, what did he say? That overconfidence is usually a sign of lack of confidence. Think mm. about that. Interesting. It's like, oh, oh we this, had, yeah, this not character has another yet. dimension to her. Hmm. All right, no, she's two-dimensional. I'm looking to explore it more. I'm looking yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we played. We played from beginning to the start of the third yep. episode. I guess you call they, it. Yeah, they get the spirit board. Yeah, they just got out the spirit mm-hmm. board. Chris, buy the fucking yeah. name. The name just pay Ouija for Ouija. Board. Yeah. I think I'm like five or six chapters in. So, but that line about the spirit board also made me just for a moment. It felt like, oh, is this game was this game made in Canada or Europe? Because of the way, like it, it just was that big kind of like we are Americans. Bring we me spirit, spirit board. board. We play a game. Yeah. 
Well, like you know, I got a lot more of that from Heavy Rain, and it's oh, uh, yeah, yeah, my son is dead on the wasteland. Than, uh, than <laughs> look at this. the live chickens in the in the grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> Uh, Where will Americans go to buy life chickens? Uh, that was a great article. Nobody <laughs> should read it, though. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Isn't that the one I wrote? Uh, yeah. Yes. But it's somewhere I don't think people should go. Hey, <laughs> uh, if people want to watch us play... More mega corporation. If people want to watch us play... former employers. If people want to watch us play more of the game, they uh, they can... The, the whole 90 minutes... Yeah, youtube.com slash laser time shows. Where we're also sure. playing this week. Wait, do we want to go into more new releases? Yeah, sure. Where you can also see us play this week. Um, the v- Mega V V V V V. No, is that a new release? It's impossible. That's yeah, like an eighty-year-old. It's on release. PS4 and Vita. I guess it's actually own, pronounced V six or the letter V six times. I have. I I own like four versions yeah. of that game. And I'm I'm never need to play it again. Yeah. Uh, no, fun, the Mega Man collection. Yes. Which would Mega Man Legacy Legacy. Collection. Which would normally be like astounding and awesome. It's just like, dude, right on the heels of Rare Replay. Um, Yeah, but this is a lot cheaper. It is a lot cheaper. 15 bucks in comparison to. Well, not not physically. It's the exact same price. Oh. Wait, what? Yeah. It's a $50 physical? It's $30. Okay. No, no. R- Rare was... Oh, fuck. You're right. It was 30 It's the exact same yeah. price. Right. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, but and it's, it's six It games. just uh, felt more expensive. And, and the only reason I'm saying... It should have been 50 bucks. It was such a great value. Because I, I assure you, no matter what has happened to me in my lifetime, no matter how much <laughs> the things associated with this character have hurt me, I love these Mega Man games. Mm-hmm. I'm still really good at them. Uh, it's They're presented beautifully. I love that there's a... A TV filter, so you can look at it exactly as you did playing it on a 13-inch CRT Ooh. in your room. Uh, it's 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 a little weird. It's just that like Rare Replay has like documentaries and like mm-hmm. all these awesome mm-hmm. playlists, and there is there's challenge modes that's newly added. Uh, but that that rewind function function on Rare Replay is so awesome and, and something necessary, outrageously necessary in a really tough Mega Man game. You'd like to sell to an audience that didn't grow up with it. Mm-hmm. That rewind thing would have been really nice. Yeah. Oh, God, the 16th disappearing block fell out yeah. from under me, and I have to repeat the whole so, thing as a, again. Has a digital collection for 15 bucks completely fucking worth it. If you're one of those yeah. crazy, I need a physical thing, and you're going to have to wait, I believe. I don't think it's out for a while. <laughs> nope. Physically. Um, I think it comes out of the same name as the 3DS version. It, it yeah. seems like a lot worse buy than... Um, I don't know. Like uh, Rare Replay really raised the bar for those. Co- I want nothing but these collections, mind you. Yeah, I think. Though I don't think again, fifteen bucks for especially when you think of how much they charge for them on the Wii U eShop. Yep. Like fifteen bucks for those six games. That's true. Not a good. That's true. Not a bad deal. And I, and I love like uh, the uh, Elect Beam glitch still works. Like uh, oh, like all the oh, nice, nice. all the weird shit. Yellow still, Devil thing. Yeah, they have these playlists. Yellow Devil is a boss, not a and you slur. <laughs> not a slur. Sorry. And you look and you. <laughs> You have to look and recognize the level. Like, in, there's some playlists, and it's like, oh, this is from one uh, and two. Mm. I cannot slide. Yeah. They maintain Ooh. those kind of things and throw you into weird challenges. And to me, that's like the best reason to own the game. The challenge, mm-hmm. the challenge stages are really great. And I mean, there are some minor extras in it, like mm-hmm. you know, art, art, that's and it. stuff. Jeebles. Yeah, look, what, <laughs> what, all they got, all they have is money for PDFs, man. They ain't got money to. I don't know. Really I made a lot of Mega Man videos that could have been on there. So <laughs> uh, PDF money right there. Uh, Dishonored def- Definitive Ooh, Edition. That's, that's what PS4 I, and ah. X-Bone. I have, I have started that game twice on Steam and had to delete it to make room for fucking podcasts. Now it's your <laughs> chance to play it a third time. I, I, I really... I thought it was the 
the best reason for the continued existence of AAA games because it is one of the best games I played in the last gen. Uh, of, la- of all last gen games, it was awesome. The biggest reason, let's keep making these huge games with giant budgets. Dishonored was so fucking cool. Yeah. And I never got to play the DLC. I never got to finish it. And it's thirty nine ninety nine. I wish this would have come out like two months well, ago. Well, if, ha- if you got the game on a PS3 or Xbox 360 digitally, it's only 20 bucks. And it was both a Games with Gold and a PS Plus game. Oh, fuck! I oh, just really? I never bothered to download it on either oh. system because I had the disc for 360. Yeah. But I checked I, the box to buy it. You did I, that too, I right? I didn't. Oh, I'm an idiot. See, I that's what you should I, all have been doing this I, whole time. I never do that. I always, every month. I always just go on yeah. the, my 360 or my PS3 or my Xbox One. Well, whatever, and now it's worth your free games. Microsoft has even confirmed. They say, like, yeah, if we make a game backwards compatible and it was a free, it was games with gold, you get it. Like, yeah. it's yours. So. Good, good. Uh, but yeah, Definitive Edition sounds yeah. good. I'm more so looking forward to Darksiders 2 Definitive Edition yeah, but in, a, in a few weeks. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I would put uh, Dishonored up there with, like, I guess, what was that 2012? It was, like, one of the best games was, of that year. It's so good. Great mm-hmm. stealth, and if you want to do, like, like weird shit to kill people, yeah. like, become a, a, a rat and... Uh, mm-hmm. Like strap a bomb to a rat and kill mm-hmm. a dude with it. You do. It's fun. It's just fun to kill or to just be stealthy in that game. Yeah, you can you can, can mind control people and walk them in front of their own bullets in uh, present time. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, a new release we missed last week, but that I wanted to plug because uh-huh. it's great. Uh, Pac Man Two Fifty Six hit iOS right. and yes. it is not only outrageously. I I can't believe in this waning days of Japanese development that Pac-Man kind of gets better and better. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, the one part where Namco's like, <laughs> just give it out, to But somebody, outside of man, those like know. awful cartoony Western releases on the Wii U, yeah. like Pac-Man Championship Edition and DX oh, so are great. two of the greatest games yep. I've ever played. And yep. this is pretty great, too. It's clearly built on free-to-play. But uh, like what I've always wanted from a free-to-play game that I really like, buy more, buy more lives. 12 temporary credits for 99 cents. With an option, buy unlimited for seven ninety nine. The game is free. You have the option to buy the whole thing for seven ninety nine. And guess what? I didn't. No, because it, because it still helps. It's fun, but I can see myself like completely defeating the entire game without mandatory cooldowns. Like a digital mom telling me to stop playing for a little bit. Uh, and that, so I'm allowing you can, like, it to do watch that. Ads and stuff to recharge, you, right? That I cannot believe how often you can watch ads in that game to get credits. I, maybe I'm out of touch with the modern mobile. You're scene. the only person I know, Chris, hmm. who likes delayed gratification with entertainment. Uh, it's like that whole thing about, like, no, you telling the creator of Rick and Morty mm-hmm. that you haven't seen all of his show because you like to save yeah. it for when it's on TV. Yeah, no, I, well, I do, because I like to watch Adult Swim on Sunday night, and it's all, oh, fuck, I've never seen this one. And I, I've finished all of Community, save for the second to last episode, so I'll always have one in the barrel. <laughs> It was sad yeah. to find out that the... That what are you show, saving it for? Like Death Row or something? Like a really depressing day where my like landlord it. threatens eviction mm. for recording podcasts. That's uh, like, not why he threatened. Did you know that they, like, they weren't honest with this, that everybody's contracts were only for six years. So mm-hmm. they knew the last year was going to be the last one because they could not afford to pay anybody their raise to mm-hmm. stay on as, as There's stars. still a Crackle exclusive movie. Yeah, in we're the not cards. in the community yeah. segment right now. I'm sorry. Hey, <laughs> Gears of War... 
remastered. Yeah. Oh, I will. I, yes. I, Ultimate edition. I can't believe how bored I was with the beta. Just mm. it seemed very last genny, nice and glossy. Yeah. I can't believe you played a Gears of War beta. Holy shit! Yeah, I thought we were done with that years ago. Yeah, but I didn't want Gears of War to feel old, but you, it sort of did. You know what brought me that. back into it to being excited about it again? The launch trailer. Yep. They just yeah. released Adworld. is all no. It the new today's launch trailer is just uh, the coal wrap. It is completely <laughs> focused on Coltrane's This I My like Kind that. of Shit. <laughs> Woo! Remixed to perfection for a modern commercial. I mean, I haven't played it since 2006, maybe mm-hmm. seven, the original, but I would want to play it just to get the um, the Brumac stuff that was only in the PC version is now in mm-hmm. this one. Yeah. So that's interesting. But also, it's not even an Xbox exclusive because it will yep. be. It's a Windows 10 game, too, which. I wanted to ask Tyler if he's actually tried that yet uh, over oh, PC the streaming? Gaming. Yeah, because it's apparently pretty decent. Um, well, when he comes back in here, we can ask him. Yeah. But, uh, mm-hmm. uh, oh, and um, it's Sunday, but that's when Disney Infinity 3.0 comes out. Oh, God. Yeah. Really? Are yep, we going to have to stream Star that? Wars I don't want to buy uh, another. You know, just look how many fucking Infinity figures I have in my entertainment center just collect, yep. like, exclusively <laughs> collecting Star dust. Wars ones. It's like an oh. infinite amount over there. No, that game is specifically designed to siphon money out of. Well, your every, I think wallet. Lego Dimensions is a better. Well, I don't know which one. Which would take your money? But more. that's the problem. Well, it's that at least Lego Dimensions doesn't ask for me in order to get the most out of the game. Please make this for me. Uh, Disney Infinity. <laughs> oh, please make a stage. Please make this yes. stage and play it, and you'll have a blast. I don't want to do that. I want you <laughs> to make the game for me, especially if I'm paying eighty dollars for a starter set. Uh, and I'm only, yes. and I'm sure that, that Star Wars will have that. But every every year the reviews go up a little, and the previews are like now the gameplay. Guess what? It's good, and it's mm. not. It's it never really improves. It's, better. I, it's hard to get excited about. Yeah. Uh, I am Bread is out on PS4. That's right. Yeah, which is were... a fantastic. Uh, you said this because you reviewed getting, it. I did review it on PC, but it's a fantastic flopping around and getting frustrated simulator. Mm. I heard it's one of those joke games like Goat that just makes it's you go by like, the, eh, who it's cares? It's by the creators of Surgeons. I mean, Wait, are you, okay. are you so, saying that Brett Elston flops around and pouts? I am Brett. <laughs> <I'm laughs> uh, yes, Brett uh, Elston. Oh, and there's a game that came out on PS4 also this week called uh, Shoot Shimi, which is a cute-em-up, which is a genre that doesn't get much uh, love these days, like Parodius and is other Is that cutesy. how you pronounce that? Yeah. <laughs> Parodius? That's how I pronounce it. Parodius. Well, I, guess par- <laughs> I no, say par- Parodius because it sounds like Gradius. Mm. Mm, but I guess Parody plus Gradius would be Parodius. Well, whatever. Uh, and then I guess there's only one other big release this week, right? One Piece Pirate Warriors 3. Yeah, what? Yeah, for they, the only, only thing I know yeah. about is uh, I went to cover a, a Bandai Namco event, uh-huh. and I saw this, and like nobody was playing it, and I was like, all right, I'll, I could I could do a preview Uh-oh. on this, and I went up and talk, talked to the guy. I'm like, can you tell me about this? Like, well, have you ever played a, a one of the One Piece games before, one of the Dynasty Warriors games? Like, yeah. It's like, then you've played this. Ooh. Wow, that's not what I expect. <laughs> like. Usually at E3, when you like sidle up to a demo that nobody's touched for hours, like you're just like the first sign of civilization a, a poor like demo attendant has seen. <laughs> like, what do you want to know about the game? I'll tell you everything. I'll suck your dick. I may be remembering it in a more negative light than yeah. it was intended, but, mm. but that's the like... that's the other way it could go. Just like it's yeah. such a jaded like, what do you want to know about the game? Yeah, you played it. <laughs> yeah. The same. But no, Madden mm-hmm. NFL 16 oh, came out you this mean... week. 
By, by the way, if you've never seen this video, it is ridiculous. It's, <laughs> it's as if CBS calls in the Shamu and Jet Fighters all to be ready for football. Uh, <laughs> it is great. Hank Williams Jr., yeah. we miss you. Sorry you uh, hate Muslims so much. Yeah. Goodbye, Bocephus. But Madden's out, and of course, none of us give a fuck. I would give nope. uh, I'm sure the only a- thing that I give a fuck about is that uh, trailer, quote-unquote, yep. that was released. Which, yeah, man, they spent make, so much which money Which was on really things. just like, this is what fucking Madden money can make. Mm-hmm. We, oh, can make yeah. we can make this fucking Gronk idiot dance around like, you, uh, in a half shirt. It's really budget, funny. The budget for that commercial funny. could have commissioned so many great indie games. I know. They could. <laughs> no, EA just, should, next year, EA should just have an indie fund called the Madden commercial. It, it yeah. does seem we like make, they're deeply committed to getting us to watch Madden commercials for the yeah. first, like us. Well, yeah. either they want it to be viral, and they mm-hmm. want to go viral, and the only way they can go viral is by making it just look obscenely expensive. Well, I also yeah. like that it tells you absolutely nothing yes. about the game because yeah. it's, it's really like, like you're gonna buy this if you're gonna buy it's it. It's a Who subliminal ad summon ad the bull- You can summon the Buffalo Bills coach to be your dad. Yeah. Is that part mm-hmm. of the game? By the way, I didn't know you could. I didn't recognize McLovin in there. Yes. First yeah. off, yes. wow. and then second, As Janet, and then uh, second. I saw it first because it was retweeted by Allison Bree, and I was like, "Why are you retweeting this? They uh, yeah, pay you." And then I found out that uh, I didn't realize she had been dating Danny Franco, Dave, Dave Franco, Dave Franco, whatever. <laughs> Who cares? I, I hate him, and and I, that he's like now they're now they're engaged, yep. like yeah. so, lockdown. Annie Edison, yep. yep. So he, he's getting he just got engaged to one of the most like beautiful sweet women on TV, <laughs> is in a. What five minute long commercial? His second like five minute act. long commercial. Yeah. Hey Dave Franco, you like yeah. to swing? And he plays uh, AJ Lee's uh, boyfriend in that uh, in that ad. That's her, oh his, wow! Yeah, the 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 well, spoiler at the end of the commercial, she turns evil, but that's AJ Lee, uh, Sam Punk's that's right. Sam Punk's wife. That. Yeah, oh, um, that's fucked up. Yeah, just that. Those two in the same week, and also and look at us. We're, we're talking about Madden for the longest time we'd ever talk. Well, it's about more Madden. celebrity. Glo- yeah, we're we're not talking like. Do you know one we name? Were. One thing that is new to Madden this year that you know about? You can now equip a cannon <laughs> arm and play I, a whole. Season. You know, I think it's funny that Madden got us and to talk celebrity gossip. Here's that's the yeah. Yes, that's the real triumph. It here. features online gameplay and team customization. And playbooks, and you wanted to talk about and, this instead of One Piece Pirate Warriors um, Three. I, I definitely do. He also <laughs> plays a slow guy in uh, in Vince Vaughn's shitty new movie. Yeah. Madden, True Detective yeah. Two. Madden <laughs> also has football perks <laughs> in. Um, well, all right, I've all got right. I got to right. get going to yes. improv class. Official guys, so. uniforms. Thanks for stopping by, and, Hank. Uh, well, hey, before I go, guys, give me one word and I'll improv. Eleven new you. cheerleaders. There's uh, your one foot- word. Eleven new cheerleaders. Go. Uh, oh my God, the eleven new cheerleaders just fell off the mountain. Ah, <laughs> it's pretty good. That money's going to good work. Pretty good. good well, here I am at the 11 new cheerleaders store. Oh, no, it's Mount Hitler. Uh. <laughs> so moving on, let's talk about... So, uh, probably the biggest news that we should just address Whoa. immediately, oh. uh. Uh, because it'll be very short and uh, we won't have much to talk about. Star Fox Zero confirmed mm-hmm. November 20 oh, release that's date. that's way earlier than This year. Yep. 
They, that's before you're not uh, getting Zelda, but you are getting Star Fox. That's before any PlayStation Four game of no comes out. You are more excited than any Nintendo fan should be. I'm not. I just I just think it's it's important news and should be. It out is. There. It, like I I, well, I love Star Fox. Uh, I've even loved some of the lesser Star Fox. Star Fox Command. Star Fox. Oh, I love it. I love Command. Uh, I don't like Adventures that much. I enjoy uh, Adventures. I love that little turtle guy. He's crazy. Hey, you talk about Slippy. Hey, the, the, hey little Slippy's turtle a frog, guy. Man. Come yeah, on, little turtle guy. Hey, he's always uh, he's always getting fucked. <laughs> that is uncanny. Yeah. Why last week we call that? Um, that is out, and I saw people were pissed that Platinum Games was not credited on the box cover because they yeah. they do have a Platinum Games emblem on the front of Bayonetta, but not Star oh, Fox. But okay. Nintendo's never really yeah, credited don't. anybody ever. Well, I, mean, I think yeah, there's that, and also I guess this is kind of a work for hire project as opposed to Bayonetta, which is an, an internal yeah. passion it's like, project. It's like go. with the uh, next level games. Like mm-hmm. you don't see them on uh, punch out or Luigi's uh, mansion. You don't see that the game is co-developed with team five or however Nintendo distinguishes mm-hmm. its internal teams, which <laughs> it's is just fucking, re- it's really fucking dystopian big brother <laughs> numbers. Like, yeah, that, I don't know. People, people. I saw people upset about that. On the I, I mean, my favorite designer at Nintendo is definitely Employee Three Eighty Six. Although Employee Seven Fifty Two has turned out some good work as well. My favorite guy at the Underwear Factory is Inspector Thirty Four. Mm-hmm. Pete and Pete fans right now are just slapping <laughs> yeah. their knees. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, that was a show that was aired years ago. The real stupid news that I saw that just was like an, an unnecessary <coughs> slash outrageous bummer is that. Uh, Rock Band 4 is $20 more on Xbox One than it is PS4. What? Wait, that is... That so why right. is it... Oh, because PS4 controllers were always USB? No, or something? I... What's... I none of this makes sense. Yeah. And, and back when I was working at a publisher, the, the thought was that no game would ever... Yeah. No previous generation's peripherals would work on the new generation. Yeah. Um, they and, made it happen. Uh, but you have to... But that's... That's crazy. Like, I, Rock Band Four, hopefully, isn't that big a game because that does that not sound like a decision that somebody would make? Yeah. Snap during Christmas time. Like, I have to buy an extra. I'm buying a PS4, so yeah, to not buy. Well, a, see, the thing with the Xbox hmm. One is sure. the Xbox 360 version of Rock Band had sure. Rock Band Network. I PSN don't think. Doesn't? I don't think PSN that had. I, I could be wrong, but that can't be. I'm like. I'm going to say I'm like 70% sure. But yes, it requires an extra $20 adapter to play wireless, Mm. to use your existing wireless instruments if you're not paying, I think, $130 for the bundle of the guitar in the game. Jesus. It it does seem a little excessive. A A little bit. $20 extra on the other platform. I thought I was done buying plastic instruments. Uh, you are, because you'll probably get it on a PS4. Well, that's that's another weird thing, is all my Rock Band data is on uh, Xbox. Hmm. Um, yeah, and all your DLC and all that, because all mm-hmm. that, that all that will port over to Rock Band Four. But but depending on, could I import my 360 Rock Band data to the PS4? I'm guessing no. No, no. I'm guessing no. I can. That's like the bane of community managers. Like, I mm-hmm. bought this on a system. Can I get the, the same stuff on the other system, please? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of PS4, but yeah, Rock Band Network. I'm sorry, is on uh, Xbox. It's. I don't think it's on PS4 at all. Oh. I've seen nothing on here about yeah. it. But that's like thousands more songs on Xbox. That's why I jumped. I don't think that's I spent the like case. fifteen bucks on PlayStation songs, and then I was like, "Wait, there's this network for where like oh, indie musicians can indie make stuff. their own." Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, speaking of PS4, uh, 
those of you who signed up for the uh, the Vita settlement should yeah. be getting your $25 I right about well, now. I didn't, you had to buy it at launch. Is that the thing? What was the settlement about? I think so. I, I, um, it was a false promise, I think, they made in advertisements yeah. that... Um, Vita doesn't make your dick bigger? No. <laughs> Why did I buy one? It doesn't, make, it doesn't grow, regrow hair on your nuts. I thought I was noticing improvement. Uh, I, I don't remember what it was over exactly, but it was some it, like literally false advertisement, which I've seen. If that's the case, then Peter, Peter Mullen, you should never stop sending me games. Stop gift certificate. <laughs> Why do I go there? Can I? Uh, I know we have a lot to talk about. Can I bring up one Cliff Blazinski? Please, I would because I would really love to. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, first of all, he's revealing his game this week. He hasn't done it yet. By the time you hear this, mm-hmm. Pro- Project Blue Streak is the code name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The big reveal trailer. But I got a promoted tweet about that. Which really? is like, dude, really? you are thirsty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he went off on Twitter uh, mm-hmm. the other day uh, using the hashtag GearsFacts. And his tweets were fucking incredible. Uh, Here's one. A lot of Gears 1's inspiration came out of my sadness from the failure of my first marriage and a visit to London. (laughs) (laughs) Bravo. I can see how the visit to London would make him sad. I kept following my wife and hiding behind cover every time she saw me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Before I pitched it to Microsoft... I did a bunch of push-ups in the hotel and listened to Eminem's Lose Yourself because dude bro. Spaghetti, Gears facts. spaghetti. Gears facts. <laughs> Maria was my personal statement on Terry Schiavo and my belief Whoa. in right to death. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Through that? a dude bro shooter with Lizardman. Gears facts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he goes on. There's like 15, 20 tweets That's awesome. Of like incredible stuff about, uh, about Gears. A uh, picture of Dom and Maria from the special edition of Gears 2 was drawn based on my ex-girlfriend I had at the time, I guess he meant. Get over it, Cliffy. I know, man. <laughs> Come on. Uh, also, in case anybody's curious, the Vita settlement applies to anyone who bought it prior to June 1st, 2012 okay. and registered uh, for, for the, the settlement. And it is based on the idea that... Uh, Early ads promised that you would be able to uh, use the remote play feature with any PS3 game, which was definitely not the case. And also that you would be able to cross-save with any game, pick it up on oh the Vita God. afterward. That was never my conception. When is that something they, they put they up in the advertising? They kind of push that. Like, with certain games, that, that does work, that yeah. have cross-save. But it doesn't... It very clearly it's not says as, which ones do and which yeah, ones don't. And it's not as smooth as, as it uh, was initially portrayed, mm. I think. Um, anyway, that's Poor judgment Vita. from the FTC. So. That's where I, yep. I, I've loaded up. I've downloaded my Metal Gear uh, Solid Three, and I will be playing it for the first time on Vita. You never play that game? I try. I tried. I got yeah, it. the first like hour is it's a little slow, but then you start fighting all the bosses. In Snake. The game. There's this movie called Godzilla. Some people think it's a parable. For all right, them. you're in a different World type of grass now. Change your uniform <laughs> completely. Eat a snake now. <laughs> um, also. I, I, speaking of Metal Gear, that's a good transition because yeah. uh, even though the game isn't out until next Tuesday, like all the reviews have dropped, mm-hmm. and it is getting like I think the lowest is an eight. Last time I looked from is it Jim uh, Sterling, no, it was like the Washington Post <laughs> from contrarygamers.net. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I haven't it's from read, some mainstream outlet, but I haven't read any review that's uh, negative, yeah. which is no. which is exciting. Now, really beautiful. I did hear the uh, review event described. It didn't sound great mm-hmm. no like here you're playing this like potentially depending on how you play it 
30 to 50 hour for the main story. Probably mm-hmm. 100 hours for mm-hmm. 100%. Not that you have to 100% every game you review. You shouldn't. But, like, you you know, you have, like, so many days playing all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of with the clock ticking down, knowing, like, oh, gotta get through this. Like, that sucks, but, you know, we've all played a game under the pressure of a deadline mm-hmm. and sure. been like, yes, this is very good. Yeah. And well, like, I, so I, keep, I trust that it's very good. I keep good. seeing that in reviews. We haven't, we haven't finished the game, but we've played, like, 40 hours and, like, it sucks that you have to write that because the 16 people in the <laughs> comments who think you have to finish a game to understand... Yeah. What Spoiler, the I haven't is. finished every single game I reviewed. It, it, I mean, in most cases I do, but, you the know stealth what, was when, really great, and then all of a sudden it turned into Cooking Mama, and I decided to change my score. That never fucking happens. Yeah. I, I mean, I hate review events. I, we don't really go to them, but that's also partially because they're never on PC anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I don't like them as a concept, generally. because free drinks. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. There is that. And uh, free food. Uh, Chris, a little, a little something called integrity over here. Hey, I'll take, I'll, I will take anything from you, including cash, and rip your game apart. A little something called mm-hmm. ethics. Well, there's, it's an exchange in mm-hmm. that they're saying like, okay, in order to play Enslave our game, you. in order to play our game, <laughs> you have to be at this location between these hours, and then you say, okay, well, if I'm going to be there, the least you can do is feed me. Yes. And they're like, okay, yes, that's correct. I think, I think games journalists, journalists, what they don't understand <laughs> uh, is, is that like you, they are basically enslaving me and taking over my time for an entire day mm-hmm. and telling me what to do and locking me in a room. You better and, fucking believe yes, you're bringing you me food. get to play games, and we shouldn't complain about that. I'm not complaining hand, about it. You're not playing it on your terms. Yeah, well, you have to play it every second you can. Uh, the point is, everyone fucking. If you ever want to do anything else, you can. But that's how I feel about all reviews. Like whenever you're reviewing a game, you generally have to bunker down and like. Well, that's true. You you the, the yeah, but at least you can do it at home. You rarely, you rarely get to leisurely review a game, yeah. which is part there of the problem. That's what I'm talking you know, about. Sorry. But uh, look, whatever your opinion on that is, uh, everyone loved it, and uh, that's and that's crazy. I actually did a roundup of all the reviews, so I have like I a, saw that. a sense of sort PC of the critical. What did you say? Like, uh, what was the? It was the colon. What was after it? Uh, nothing, nothing but love. Nothing but love. That's nothing what it but was. love. Every, I mean, everyone loved it. Like IGN felt it uh, lost some 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 story bits. Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't as as much kind of like interjections from your com. But I think, is uh, that a result of it not being as linear as any other? Yeah, maybe. Note, but game? a lot of other sites were like the story was amazing. I I loved it. Uh, it's beautiful. And I, I hate to sound like such a fucking. Everybody tells me on occasion I'm a bit of a bummer when because uh, I talk about oh the, you the, are a big bummer the death of AAA games and Japanese development and like if it has to go out with a bang this is a great way to prove that this medium is really special and good and the idea that Metal Gear Solid Five is getting these the, is is delivering on what it promised the fascinating the, thing to me is that it's not going out on a bang in the sense that it's like this is just a core Metal Gear game mm-hmm. that's like just the best version of all the Metal Gears you've played. Like, everyone's saying, this is the least Metal Gear-y yeah, Metal Gear. That it innovates Open in all the right ways. That this guy's actually a genius. That he had something to bring to the table and getting rid of him is a bad idea, Konami. I love that. I fucking... I love that. I love that. It also sounds like a real evolution yeah. of the open world model where yeah. it's like... Open world here means that, like, everything is unpredictable and mm-hmm. it can stay unpredictable during missions. Yeah. Like, they don't just sort of wall you off and say, like, okay, now the guard movements are going to be scripted yeah. like this while you do this yeah. mission. The thing that sold me is uh, one writer, I think it was IGN, saying, like, okay, so I basically had recruited people at my base who did weather forecasting for me. So I knew there wasn't going to be, like, a sandstorm or, like, bad weather. So I decided to, like, 
go after this outpost at night because I knew the weather. And then, uh, you know, I decided to, like, plant C4 around all these areas because I knew I'd need a quick extraction. And I shut down their radio tower so they couldn't communicate. And then I was like, that sounds amazing. Like, you just get to... It's still in the title, I think. Yeah, Tactical like, espionage action. That's the kind of gameplay they promised us, like, two generations yeah, ago. But apparently... Fulfilling a promise as they, a vow. Based on all the huge, you know, like... Maybe hyperbolic, but very exciting. Sounds like Peter Molyneux describing Metal Gear. Yeah, and then apparently that's what. Well, that's what I like about Kojima is he doesn't so much get up in conferences and play up shit Mm -hmm. that he puts his money where his mouth is and like, yeah, I just did this and that's how I think a game should be. And uh, he doesn't he doesn't promote seem to over promote it for years. Your horse will take Mm -hmm. a shit, (laughs) and then the oats in that shit will grow into uh, oat oat plants, whatever those are called, and And then your magical digital feces will fertilize plants that your grandchildren will eventually eat corn out of and then turn into corn-based feces, thus fertilizing the plants of your great-great-grandchildren. A family of rodents have nested around these oats that till horses shit grew. I sound nothing like Peter Molyneux. (laughs) I know because I've heard him talk. You will have sex with a bar wench, get crabs, come back 100 years later, play as that family of crabs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Your pubes will be a gigantic open world. It will be a lion's mane, a majesty. Your pubes are a very important part of Fable 4. Oh, I love that you're both doing the King of Norway, but you're Peter Molyneux. <laughs> More uh, like Molyneux Pew. I am so fucking good at this. Wow, that was I'm so great. fucking good oh, at man. this. That was great. So good at this. Somebody hire me. Good job. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not available. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like uh, I mean, other things praised were the fact that like the like the go- one of the goofiest elements of it, where you can uh, you can like. Hey, I'd like this soldier to join my mercenary group, and then you like basically just like put a balloon on on uh-huh. people and yeah. lift him into yeah. the air, and a helicopter's like got him, good. All right. Well, that's that's been in like Peace Walker and Portable, but that's like super praised as like uh, oh yeah, well it's super fun. Like again, turning enemies into friends. You've got all these like down every time you knock out a soldier, it's like well he's joining mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Just airlift him into space. Yeah, and so like the base management stuff is mm-hmm. is was really popular in their views, where you have this like offshore base that you kind of build up and you can hang out there and that that sounds awesome. I I've always wanted a cool base of mercenaries. Yeah. Well, like uh, going to E three and seeing them play Metal Gear and like you know it's this kind of straightforward demo. Like okay, now you're gonna go into this beautifully rendered bombed out mansion and rescued these people and you're going to take D-Dog with you and he's going to knife these guys with Diamond a knife D-Dog? that he holds in his his jaws. He's just called D-Dog. Sorry. Oh, Dave Rudden. He's, he's your friend, D-Dog. Diamond Dave Dog Rudden. Yeah. Um, he's a dog <laughs> with a knife in his mouth. <laughs> and Dave me. Rudden a dog? That's me too. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, so yeah, and and then like I wander off and just go look at the Just Cause three demo. It's like wow, that's really cool. And then I like turn my head ninety degrees and I see Big Boss riding through the desert on the back of like an eight foot tall Metal Gear. I'm like, what the fuck just happened in the time that I walked away from this? So that, this is amazing. That new trailer was really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because uh, was he running away from the, the Metal Gear? Yeah, or, the giant uh, humanoid Metal Gear. Or was he leading it somewhere? I don't. I, I tend to think he was running away. Mm. I mean, I'm I'm kind of hoping weirdly that like with all these 
all these positive reviews are somehow part of like a, a riding style campaign bait oh. and switch <laughs> i'm gonna play it yeah. and that oh. thing's gonna come out and then it's just gonna stop and sputter smoke and then like one of its arms is just gonna sort of creak back and forth and fall off and it's just gonna emit a loud mechanical farting noise for like 30 <laughs> seconds no, sounds good it's not the star wars prequels it's, <laughs> it's not it's gonna happen yeah so well if it was a star wars prequels that would be followed by a laugh track Oh, also, uh, the stuff you do in Ground Zeroes carries over. Oh, oh shit. Now i got to play through it on PS4. Yeah. Yeah, which is cool. So, like, uh, you know, people you yeah. grab in Ground Zeroes, those resources are now in your base. And, uh, oh, shit. Which is uh Is Ground badass. Zeroes on PC? Yeah. Yes. Okay. i got to get that. Mm-hmm. So that's, what, that's the main reason I'm optimistic for the PC version, Michael, mm-hmm. is that Ground Zeroes was, like, pretty good on PC. Oh, it wasn't, really it wasn't one of those... One bu- of them... Uh, Arkham uh, Knights or anything. It was uh, yeah. Konami it has no no real release date in sight. I believe. No, I mean, yeah. I, they said so, like uh, it'll be a couple coming. weeks. Yeah. So is Phantom Pain coming out for lesser systems? The three sixty. I don't PS3? think so. Well, because the demo was. did though, didn't it? It yeah, it the de- definitely Ground did. Zeroes did, and then they kind of pushed it as like this will be on all systems. And then, you know, two years later, nobody makes 360 games anymore. I wouldn't do anymore. that if I were them. Yeah. Uh, WWE 2K16 is coming out on all consoles. Ugh, oh. who gives a shit? Uh. Um, also, coming to consoles, weirdly for the first time, and this blows my mind a little bit, Rockstar announced mm-hmm. that the uh, the Rockstar editor for Grand Theft Auto V will be added in an upcoming downloadable patch to the PS4 and Xbox One versions of the game. So you will be able to create... Yes. Wow. You will be able to create your own videos with the console versions, the upgraded console versions of GTA V. See, that's the thing that's needed to be in every single GTA game since Mm 3, is just the ability to watch instant replays. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because so much of GTA 3 is just like, holy shit, I just had this like crazy run where I shot off like a... A dozen oh. cops and like did a jump and you have to like, you know, back in the day it was just you just described it. Well, you I can never show people what you I, did. I could be mistaken because Halo has done that right in their multiplayer matches, but I believe that's because they save it as data and not as a video file, mm-hmm. as an execution of gameplay code. That's what you're going back and watching, and you can move the camera all around. Saving actual video, if you have a fucking 500 gig, terra 500 gig hard drive, you can't save fucking video of anything on from GTA. Like, my, my hard drive is completely full, and I don't buy that many games, hmm. like, just from PS Plus stuff. And, like, I looked at it, and, like, all the shit that's on, on my PS, both my X-Bone and my PS4 is just video saves. <laughs> well, on PC, like, what the video editor does is mm-hmm. you can actually record, like, the the gameplay that occurred. I hate that word. But the, like, the code of what's happening. The shit that occurred, and then replay it and move the camera Yeah, around. move the camera mm-hmm. around. And, like, yeah, you can, I mean, yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. It's cool shit. Uh... People are making awesome excellent stuff. shit. Like I love watching people. Uh, by, the, by the way, uh, Hearthstone: The Grand Tournament expansion was oh. out. There's a, a bunch of new cards. If mm-hmm. anyone's interested, I know I you're not. So I'm just I gonna stop talking. Uh, DreamWorks Poker. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Phantom Pain is out on 360 and PS3. Oh my god! Tomo- on, on the wow. on September 1st. Apparently, with everything god else. Damn, that is it was so ambitious. It's it's gonna be, but, I think, like a Titanfall level. Like yeah. no one's gonna pay attention to this. I will. Okay, I will say Ground Zeroes when it came out. I played it on both Xbox One and 360, and there's like, you can tell there's like a layer of detail indifference between them. Like there's a layer of polish 
It isn't on the 360 version, but they look and play more or less identically. Kind of same with Titanfall. Like, mm-hmm. Titanfall, I remember, like, I expected it to be terrible because yeah. this was the first time mm-hmm. that, uh, like, oh, we're getting into the, the territory where, like, 360 games are now being handled by second-string developers mm-hmm. in support. Yeah. And then it turns out to be, like, this is almost exactly, like, Xbox One Titanfall. Yeah. There's almost no difference. It's really terrifying to me that, like, well working together, uh, we went through that with the PS2 uh, and yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and Xbox and yeah. like uh, Xbox yeah. Remember Mercenaries Two for PS2? Oh boy! <laughs> but the, I see. What you're in the beginning, it was the other way around, where people like this this PS2 game people had been working three years on, but the 360 and PS3 are out. And you get yeah. the B team to work on the port for the next gen system. Yeah, it starts out the other way around, oh, and then yeah, slowly yeah. reverses. Mm. That's, That's true. But yes, I'm so looking forward to that. Uh, it will be difficult to talk or think about anything else next week. It's going to be weird. It's going to be so weird. I don't think I'm going to be able to finish Metal Gear Solid Three in time. Mm. But so based on like the yeah, based on the reviews, you can finish it the story mm-hmm. yeah. in about like 40 hours. That seems seems like. The average, but it's about 1% completion an hour. So about 40 hours is about 40% completion. So it's 100 hours wow. to 100% it. And that's just based on, I mean, maybe that's not even close, but mm-hmm. that's based on, I saw two people who said we played about 40, 45 hours and we're about 40, 45% completion. I want everybody vaguely curious about Metal Gear 2 by it. That generally is the case. I don't need to make such a decree. Uh, I want this to prove to Japanese developers this is still a viable mm-hmm. platform and mm-hmm. you need... I don't think that'll be any problem. I think anybody with even a vague interest in this is going to try no, and buy I know, it. I just but like the shit that's happening with Konami right now where they're using their YouTube videos, the YouTube channel to announce pachinko machines based on properties they used to develop games for. Mm. Not cool. I understand it. You're suffering. It's hard to make games. I get it. But... I want this to pay off so well for Konami if they ignore AAA gaming and potential Silent Hills with Kojima. Bring back Kojima is all I'm yeah. saying. Uh, the idea of another, you said it earlier, another publisher picking up, uh, hiring Kojima to do Just something. Let me download PT again. Did you see what's <laughs> happening in a... Oh, well, somebody made a, a like a PC uh, port of PT that's like almost exactly the same. Yeah. 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 Did you, well, did you see the Japanese game stores? of like They, they removed a Hideo Kojima uh, game off the front of the boxes. And so in the Japanese stores, the games are all lined up, and the people who work the stores just made giant signs that says a Hideo Kojima game (laughs) by this. Um, Yeah, they're doing the job. It's it's a Japanese company, so I know we're never going to get the story. Like, there's never going to be a documentary about what happened, but I wish I knew. Because, I mean, for all we know, he went in one day and said... Fuck all of you. I'm flipping yeah, everyone maybe, off right maybe now. Maybe in 10 years. Maybe he was a terrible employee. And said, just like, screw all you guys. I'm fucking yeah. out. And hmm. everyone, and now Konami, because they're stoic and silent, is just like, uh, we cannot say what our relationship. But uh, two signs to every story. Every time you hear something about a developer publisher schism, there's always more to or it. Or Konami than you know. just sucks. I don't know. No, I'm no, just no. saying. I, we really don't know the, uh, I've said the it story. Bil- I've said it a billion times. <laughs> Japanese game development has gotten so is so expensive and mobile has become so not expensive and no risk and giant payoff if something hits. It is like how games used to work on the NES. We don't really care Although, if Simon's Quest is a huge thing. Let's just try it. Oh, yeah. look, that worked. We'll just yeah. like it didn't cost us anything to make. Whereas 
Metal Gear, a game like Metal Gear failing would be would ruin your company. Now. Yes, it would ruin your company forever. But did you guys read that report about Konami? Though it's a little bit damning. what about the shitty employee yeah. or employment the working conditions and yeah, well, that, they're, they're that did not raise any eyebrows in Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> I'm sure it didn't. Uh, yeah. But that is that is this that is the way things are going. And I think like it, I'm not an expert in how to run your company, but I will say putting all your eggs in one basket is generally. You diversify. You try and do a bunch mm-hmm. of different things for other people, especially if you're a company that size. Oh, but this a pachinko. This is this is Kon- Konami gear. putting all, like all its eggs in a mobile basket because that showed a little bit of that will eventually fade too. And you have a property here that has survived multiple platforms, multiple generations, multiple uh, ages of fans. Like, don't give up on it. Neat. I, mm-hmm. I, I hope this proves. I hope it proves the corporate fat cats. I'm really, wrong. I'm you know, I'm really serious about that idiom. So I've actually hidden eggs all over the house. <laughs> nice. Uh, <sighs> like, I mean, if if one breaks, I've still got twenty just all over the place <laughs> in here. All right. Also in the news, Chris, you sent me. Oh, we, you sent me the thing about the Boston Pokemon tournament, which I read this yeah, morning. That yeah. somebody had said something mm-hmm. about like somebody had wished them good luck on Twitter. They had said, uh, "What with killing the competition and like." That threat was apparently, a, or that was taken as a threat, and then police well, raided them and uh, found like a bunch of unlicensed yeah. guns in their van. Yeah, to, to backtrack on that a little bit, there was a news story that came out that uh, a Pokemon tournament had two players players yeah, arrested yeah. Uh, with with really an AR-15 and a, and they had posted on Facebook basically s- describing everything they were going to do. Didn't so again, they? I, I I'm apologizing for being doom and gloom. I know I mentioned mm-hmm. like. You could bomb an airport, or you could bomb a convention or a gaming convention. You'll probably you'll probably get more results at a comic con. And I'm like, I this has to happen at some point. I don't want this to be the case. So I'm looking at this news story, and it's like, I want to say it's just two gun nuts who happen to be Pokemon fans. Hmm. Uh, but all the evidence is pointing towards them yeah. hinting towards doing something. Uh, and they they were, had like some crazy Jesus. rifles. They did that had to have evolved from pistols. That's no. how Pokemon <laughs> works, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you feed your pistol the right things. God damn it! You give uh, it, you give it the right uh, ah. crystals and chaos emeralds. So I'll be at PAX this week. I feel incredibly safe knowing that uh, a Pokemon tournament was targeted by people. I might, in my heart of hearts, I really want to assume it's a joke, but I keep reading more things about things. Duh, like, they were going to One guy was up, banned from said. a chat room. And he's like, "I'll just kill him s- s- Sunday." That was his response. <laughs> uh, like, I don't know if they were kidding or not. I hope they're kidding. I hope this kind of behavior hasn't reached. Well, into they're games under yet. investigation. Now, yeah. So, well, I don't. I mean, they had the guns. Um, they were I'll on just, their way. I'll just remind you that uh, there's some kid who spent like a year or six months in prison <laughs> for saying. Uh, yeah, right. I'm gonna go shoot up a kindergarten J slash K who I, had no guns. Okay, yes, that's dumb. Context matters. These guys. I'm keeping had the room in my heart that this is somehow a joke that they got caught on. Yeah. But it, it I'm saying look it doesn't matter at this point. They had guns. They made they threats. Had guns. They made threats. If it's a joke, they're still going to jail. But I don't want this to spill into the game community. I don't mm-hmm. want this because, like, it was an official response. And, like we. We were made aware of the threat, and like, there's security at a Pokemon event. What the fuck is happening to us? For but is it a Pokemon sake? card event? Because um, if, if so, then it doesn't have okay, anything to I do with us. I see what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, totally different world. That's the tabletop. Crazier fans. Yes, yes, yes. Um, um, anyway, you sent me also a YouTube video mm-hmm. of Nolan North as the new Dink. Peter Dinklage. Mm-hmm. So let's hear some of that. Why do you think they crashed their ship into the Dreadnought? Those are extreme tactics for the Cabal. It's 
Uh, neat and stuff. <laughs> it, it shows that, like, I wanted to just emphasize that Peter Dinklage isn't bad in the game. He's playing a little robot, and Nolan North is allowed to show a little more, more emotion, but ultimately he's a guy, we need to go over there. Mm-hmm. This thing is happening in front of us. Yeah, what That's I, what he's supposed to do. I mean, that obviously sounds different, because mm-hmm. it's Nolan North and not Peter Dinklage, but, yeah, very much seems like the direction that they're bit. being given is... Because that sounds pretty similar to the character. I'll say again, because people hated that shit, but Destiny's a game where you do the same 800 things over and over again, and it eventually... Do you think they'd mind if we borrowed their butt? I understand how that gets annoying, but it's the nature of Destiny, not the nature... You keep shooting at that cave. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, It it was a bunch of stuff that became really not funny or charming very quickly because of how many... The Penny Arcade made a joke Mm -hmm. about that with Nolan North being forced to repeat the lines, a triptych of hive runes. (laughs) <laughs> like no Nolan you're really excited about these runes like a, a triptych of hive runes like, no 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 more more emotion a triptych of hive runes mm-hmm. D- Dinklage is a treasure and I, I hate that he's been besmirched by this uh, performance and there, there's a Nathan Fillion line in the game that's I played that mission a billion times and it was like another person vanquished good yeah. And it's like, I look forward to hearing Nathan Fillion say good yeah. in the flattest way. Like, it's my favorite part but about it. I mean, it just sounds like he's trying good. to play an AI. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, good. And the most surprising announcement for me, the most <laughs> unexpected, I could not believe... This, this makes me fucking want to play Dota. And I have never touched a MOBA, but uh, you will need to hear the Rick and Morty announcer pack for Dota. Oh, Morty. Oh, it's about to start, Morty. Can somebody stop blowing that horn? Oh, man, first blood just splattered. (laughs) Morty, he may not look it, but this is a real doctor. He cured me of my alcoholism. What are you talking about? You're still an alcoholic. What I mean is he made me care less about my alcoholism. (laughs) Middle tower's under attack. Jeez, it's a killing spree. Couldn't do much about Radiant's bottom tower, could you? Oh, jeez, he's dominating. That's five, baby. Five. There's no accident anymore. <laughs> All right, Radiant just wiped out the Roshan guy. Double kill. Oh, man. Whew. Well, looks like we got ourselves a triple kill here, Rick. Morty, quit acting like a detective. Oh, my gosh, it's an <laughs> ultra kill. What? Rampage? Are you joking Calm around down, about Morty. this? You gotta relax, What's going Morty. On? You, 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 what happened? You're gonna the whole thing, Morty. <laughs> and that's not all. There's also the Me Six Courier. Oh, I'm Mr. Me Six. Oh, bring me my items, please, little buddy. Oh, can do. That is creepy. Oh. Uh, so I, I had to look into what all this meant. It is an $8 voice pack okay. uh, that I think people voted on in Steam Workshop. So I, I actually wrote the news story months ago when they mm-hmm. put it on Steam Workshop. And so it was something people it. voted for. Yeah, because like, uh, the way Valve games, mm-hmm. kind of cool thing. It's funny, there was a huge controversy when they did paid mods. They've been doing them in their own games for mm-hmm. a long time where it's like you can submit an idea mm-hmm. and people can say, yeah, I want this in the game. And then uh, if enough people say that, Valve will go, okay, we'll sell it in mm-hmm. the game and you get a cut. And so, yeah, I wrote the news story months ago when they when they pitched it with that video. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, it was going to go through. Well, it did, but the Meeseeks Courier has not received enough votes yet. Oh, really? So oh. I, last, the last news article I read. Like, That's insane. So, Everyone wants that. The oh, way, the, can do. He can, add two, he can add two kills to your score. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's trying. <laughs> the, the way I can't even describe the way Mr. Meeseeks talks. Mm-hmm. I assume Relax that's Justin and Roiland. concentrate. Uh, Ooh, I, guys, he, he's so good. It's Love just, you guys. It's like he's always orgasming at the thought of doing something <laughs> yeah, for you. Of helping somebody. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, but that, I think it's eight bucks. Uh, I would say if you play Dota, please vote for a Meeseeks Courier. That seems fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yes. uh, I wonder if, like, do you think Justin Roiland likes or he plays Dota? Because no. his the, the show point like paints him as a Nintendo fan. Well, recently, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Send us Nintendo stuff, please. What did I tell you people? Mr. Poopy Butthole. I told you that yeah. episode would be awesome. That episode is great. <laughs> and that good, that yeah. Zelda line is just mm-hmm. like, I had that exact same thought a year ago when Target had a yep. Black Friday. Yep. Well, we can flip a Morty. <laughs> and then we keep one. We all keep one. We all keep one. We play games together. Please send Nintendo stuff. <laughs> all right. So moving on to the community segment. Um, is that the new sound? Yes, that's the new Yay. sound that he gave me. <laughs> Let's see how long it takes you to complain about it. Uh, last week's question of the week was, what's your favorite game of all time that never became a series? Mm-hmm. Oh, Last week I gave a subpar answer. I said, uh, uh, Zombies Day My Neighbors, oh, yeah, which right. had a sequel, yes. but I didn't choose to recognize it. But now I say, oh, Loco Cycle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that game is underrated. Good luck. It will probably never get a sequel because of racial insensitivities. Well, I don't think Twisted Pixels ever done a sequel to anything. That's yeah, true. Except for Miss, Miss Explosion Miss Man. Miss Explosion. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Miss Explosion what? Man. Miss Explosion Man. And then, you know, Adventures of Captain Smiley. What was it? Mm-hmm. Comic Jumper? That was yeah. the title, yeah. That mm-hmm. uh, features him surfing on a fembot mm-hmm. down a, the side of a skyscraper. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, moan for Stallone. Oh, Tyler, do you want to? Oh God, you, you want me? This is like a really specific thing. Well, to come try at, to come think at of. it later. Yeah, yeah, come at it later. Give me some time. Uh, moan for Stallone was the first to answer in the forums, so he gets read first. My pick was released way back in 2005, and was unfortunately overshadowed by other high-profile releases such as God of War, Splinter Cell: Chaos Theory, and Shadow of the Colossus. While those games were all great in their own right, they don't hold a special place in my heart, like Swordfish Studios' first-person shooter Cold Winter. Solid shooting mechanics, decent espionage storyline, and legit graphics for its time makes me wonder why this game never got a sequel, but Halo is on its fifth installment? Hmm. That does never remind, heard of this. That reminds me of Cold Fear, which was <laughs> like Resident Evil 4, but on a boat. Hmm. Which they eventually of, did with Revelations. What was yeah, yeah. What, what was the one that was like Revelite. the uh, the Deus Ex multiplayer mode that got turned into a uh, I don't its, know what its that own is. game? Hmm. Tyler, you're looking up like you know. No, I was looking up no. and then I heard you say something that it sounded like I would know, but I don't know. <laughs> I think it was like Project Snowblind, something like that. Okay, I don't know. Syndicate. No. Uh, <laughs> ben and Tranquilbez gave a shout out to Bulletstorm, which we talked about in the top mm, five last week. Uh, but Rad Mardigan said Xenogears, despite the rumors that the Xenosaga series was in some way connected to the game, the only thing it really had in common were four letters. And nothing to do with Xenoblade, which I am playing now for some mm. weird reason. Uh, new Guy says, for the question of the week, I want to say Split Second. Woo! Blackrock Studios' last game before being shut down by Disney in 2011. So my favorite, he's. Uh, you in there that's why I said all that favorite racers which I still play to this day it's unique selling point is that instead of getting boost for pulling off drifts <laughs> like in any other racer at the time you'd instead build up a power play meter this meter let you set off various straps around the racetrack in order to crash your fellow racers with 
level 3 power plays causing massive destruction such as pulling airliners out of the sky or exploding <laughs> nuclear power stations. And if you're a big movie nerd, these were essentially references to a bunch of old movies mm-hmm. like Hooper and Con Air wow. that you would just execute as part of racing gameplay. Right. Fucking awesome. Uh, this meant you could potentially uh, alter the layout of a course, creating a level of strategy not often seen in racing games. It was also... It was like the also forgotten Motorstorm Apocalypse, but with oh, more thought put into exactly. the environment collapsing set pieces. I would love to see a sequel to this game or any other kind of action arcade racer for that matter. Unfortunately, the focus these days seems to be has to return to realism, like the only with, but with the only exception being Forza Horizon. But even that's an incredibly tame racer compared to the likes of Split Second. Yeah, I remember. I remember demoing that at Disneyland. Ugh. And I just think You're like magazine behavior. Jesus. Yeah, Ghost no, this Little. Was, this was a e, this was E three uh, judges speak behavior. Uh-huh. Ghost Little says Spartan Total Warrior is a very little known PS two action brawler created by none other than the Brits at the Creative Assembly. Hmm. You know the guys who are single handedly saving Sega with endless RTS games and Alien Isolation. Weirdly enough. Anyway, Spartan Total Warrior is basically a Greek-themed Dynasty Warriors, but with some actual balls on it. Balls? For one, the enemies actually fight back. You need to vary your attack patterns, dividing time between straightforward strikes and a dash-forward horizontal strike to clear space on the battlefield. Story progression through the weird Greek-slash-Roman mythology mashup. Yes, Greeks and Romans fight each other. (laughs) The historical inaccuracy would give Michael a murder boner. And it does, I don't know, but I think they probably did. Brings remarkable weapon variety. You'll need to swap them on the fly, ranging between sword and shield, twin swords, and the best spear in video games. That's all caps. Mm-hmm. Well, all beginning caps. It's it's a title. Uh, each <laughs> weapon also has individual super moves bound to the straight and dash forward attacks that you can either focus on a single big bed or on a group of fodder. Coupled with magic, shield bash attacks, and kick moves... The combat system really is the deepest Western-developed brawler ever. Sad part is that Creative Assembly later developed an atrocious spiritual sequel in Viking Battle for Asgard on PS3, so we'll never likely see a real-life successor, especially given the devs' penchant for RTS <laughs> and the praise for their alien game. Oh, you asshole. You even pronounced the italics on penchant. <laughs> um... Well, this is probably more of a Dave one, but I'll read it anyway. I'm sure I'm not alone in saying that uh, this, but Psychonauts is in my top ten favorite games uh, of all time, and it saddens me that it never became a series or even got a sequel. The gameplay is some of the best platforming in any game, and the humor still makes me laugh to this day. My brother and I spent long hours playing the game when it came uh, uh, ten years ago and still quote lines of dialogue to one another. Uh, great episode, guys. Uh, the beginning section had me in stitches and reminded me a lot of the talk radar days. Hooray! Who's that? Um, Squid Spoon. Why you gotta take mine, man? There's the Psychonauts. Why you gotta take mine? I want to just second. Well, I uh, I was thinking about it, mm-hmm. thinking about it while you guys were talking. I was thinking mm-hmm. first. I was thinking Psychonauts, and then I remembered. Uh, I just started playing Grim Fandango, which I Ooh, have. Uh, yeah, free I, on Vita. I, just I didn't checked. play. I didn't play it when it came out. But it, you didn't uh, play it. You didn't play it. Why didn't he play it? I played it now. It's uh, a game. You play it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, it's good. Watch you all the time. But uh, let's see. I mean. There's a uh, one game I really liked a long time ago that mm-hmm. I just like remember nothing about other than liking mm-hmm. was Cave Story. Oh, oh yes, yeah. yes, 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 which yes. is a super cool game, and the uh, the creator of it made sort of like a a follow up that's something like Cave Story. Well, these, these single-handed creator. Yeah, of it. You're talking guess, about Ikachan? No, 
I'm talking about a different game, and I can't remember what it was. Uh, was that a game that it was like Cave Story? Should yes. I play it? Can I, I mean, play it's, it? It's a squid. It's on 3DS. Can I play it? Oh, 3DS. I can't play that. It's a Well, it's probably on PC, too. I don't know. But it's a Metroidvania on every squid. Yes, that's true. Platform under the sun. And even it some that glorious. aren't under the sun. Um, King Pooba says, I loved Star Wars Republic Commando as a kid. Seeing the Genosian mm. War from the perspective of a clone trooper instead of a Jedi was really cool to me for some reason. There was going to be a sequel called Star Wars Imperial Commando, but it was canceled and turned into a series of novels, <laughs> only for them to be canceled after one book. Wow. Worst Can't gameplay ever. <laughs> Uh, nuclear Astro Jesus is Tech Romancer. Tech Romancer. Tech Romancer. It's uh, objectively not a great game, but the mech and the character designs are fantastic. And it was the first fighter I can remember that did a, a mini visual novel story mode a la Blaz Blue, uh, where the story branches based on how you play each match as well as based on dialogue trees. Uh, they set up every character's story like an anime with eye catches and episode titles, and I probably put 60 hours into trying to unlock stuff. Like the, uh, the super difficult secret paths. I'm a, th- I'm a Techromancer. Yeah, one mm-hmm. thing I also really liked about Techromancer was that uh, every every storyline, <laughs> every storyline in the game was like a completely different genre of anime. Mm-hmm. So they'd recast the same characters in radically different roles. Mm. I, I thought that was really cool. Very little. About uh, it. Raccoon Hale says Warhammer 40k Space Marine. That was so much fun. Space Marine. Space Marine. Uh, I know. In this episode, you raved about how Vanquish rewarded you for just waiting in and killing things. This game demands you play like that. The best part of the game is when you strap on the assault pack, scream up into the scream up into the air, and then crash down into a squad of orcs. And start laying waste with your chainsword. Yeah, we posted an article recently that said Warhammer 40k has the only interesting space marines in games. Mm-hmm. And it goes into all kinds of fucking lore that I had no idea about. Like that they eat like the brains of their yeah. enemies mm-hmm. to like gain their memories. It makes it look like Gears of War pulled punches when you look into <laughs> yeah. space marines. Like what a... What a crazy and they, idea like, of space secrete marines. like a weird liquid that yeah, keeps they can, them cool. They can like poison people and shit mm-hmm. with their yeah. I did like Doc Suave. He pointed Ikaruga. Um, I've always loved Galaga style games, and the added light dark color shielding, uh, color changing shield on the ship added a great puzzle element. I'm pretty sure you can complete uh, most of the game just by absorbing enemy rounds instead of killing anyone. I remember seeing this one and didn't think it warranted a full uh, full price purchase upon release. But after playing the demo on the XBLA re-release, I saw the error of my ways. Well, uh, Dames and Broads. Dames say, and Broads. Says, it got hated on and the developer was shady, but Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning was one of my favorite games last generation. It had great lore and combat. It was like Fable, but good. Hmm. I could put best, that on a poster. Best game made by Kurt Schilling. Mm. From the I can read one. Uh, oh, best game to sink a government. <laughs> uh, so this is... Uh, Spade Slick said this, and so did Aet. This is Aet's response. The world ends with you! I was initially put off by the main character and the touchscreen controls, but as the game progressed, I grew to enjoy both the development of the character and the various play mechanics. By the end, I just wanted more. One of my favorite features was the ability to increase the difficulty at any time in exchange for greater rewards. It was also great to unlock the ability to return to any chapter in the game and make alternate choices in order to find unique items and discover more of the game's backstory. I had to put that in. The World Ends With You is so much fun. So cool. It's been on one platform. Is it on iOS now? Yes. Okay. okay. 
It's been on two. I think it might be iPad only. Mm. But yes, it's so. I love the acronym Tweely. Tweely. Uh, Lazar J21 It's a toss up between Jade Empire and Bully I'd love another Jade Empire But what I really want is for Bully to go full, full circle And fall into the GTA franchise Picture it Bully 2 GTA 4 Jimmy has gone <laughs> from a school kingpin to kingpin of Bullworth Town uh, No longer content to rule over the small town Jimmy fakes his own death and heads off to Las Venturas And neighboring San Fierro uh, with nothing but some cash, his worn Bullworth Academy Leatherman jacket and a chip on his shoulder that might have been the twin he ate in the womb, <laughs> game retains the grass-mowing minigame from Bully. <laughs> of course. Man, I can't it. believe I forgot about Bully. Was, yeah. That was such a pleasant Bully experience. Bully on you, Tyler. Oh, I, I really, at this point, I expected like substantial DLC for GTA V. Uh, it's been almost been, it's, two years. It's all well. They they, they promised some sort of single player. Yeah, DLC. I, just want, I want more GTA. I don't and not it would GTA be in their best interest to continue supporting that game, Quit. considering it's online mode. Wasting um, Rockstar's time. I want. <laughs> I want. What are they working on? Six. Well, I also want the Warriors too. That's mm. my. That's it. I, I'm changing my my answer for a third time. Warriors too. Never happened. Never happened. I want state of emergency. Uh, they did make a state of emergency too. Did oh, it was yeah. not? Yeah, that's true. It managed to make no. state of emergency one look good. Yeah. It. Oh. oh right, yeah, it's true. New question of the week with Metal Gear Solid Five Phantom Pain coming out next week. What is your favorite boss battle? Obviously, Metal Gear is a series known for its extravagant boss battles. What's one of your favorites? I'm saying it first. Okay, Psycho Mantis. Uh, I you to. bitch. <laughs> you you read bitch. your memory card and make you switch controllers. That's the best boss battle, period. It is. I, I, love, Actually, I love the Metal Gear Awesome from uh, Ego Rapture. It's just him reading your mind. Okay. You like men. <laughs> <laughs> you all have to say something besides Psycho Mantis. No! I can't the person who starts the... No, oh, I'm not it? you. I'm saying... You listening. Okay, the person who starts the thread, if you really want to, you can say Psycho Mantis. Everyone else, come up with something else. Um, well, Chris just walked out of the room, but I'm going to say he hasn't played Metal Gear Solid 3. So true. the end is ahead Damn of Damn it! The end is great. Sorry. Don't take I'm not, I'm No, that's not my choice. You can and I'm, But I'm sorry wolf. that I... No, because I'm going to say the final boss in Contra... Mm. You know, you go through all these stages, and you had to use a. You probably had to use the Konami code to get there, but just this giant pulsating like brain at the end of Contra that, as you shoot it, just pulsates faster and faster. Like for the amount of time that you spent just like blowing shit up and shooting at shit for for whatever the last like eight or nine stages, being inside this weird living creature and having to blow up the brain from inside was just like so rad at the time that I. I loved it. That is pretty cool. Actually, you you've uh, inspired me to remember the one boss fight I can never forget from Contra Three, the giant Terminator robots. That uh, first they they just come at you and it's these two like maybe like ten foot tall Terminators that uh, just jump around the stage and are a pain in the ass and you're in this big like uh, octagonal room and. Then you kill them, and they turn into, like, skulls and spines that jump around, and uh, you kill those, and then a giant one pries open the back wall and uh, pops its head out and starts spewing fire at you. Like, that is easily my favorite. It's not very complicated, but it is awesome and memorable. There's a, there's a lot to choose from, because uh, there's Mecha Hitler, <laughs> and then there's a Gandhi in the Civilization series who will... M- nuke the fuck out of you mm-hmm. 
But uh, as I did scream at Dave, uh, I really, really liked the end. I think that's kind of like... People seem to be sort of split. The end from Metal Gear Solid 3. From yeah. 3, from Snake Eater, yeah. Who's a sniper, and I love sniper stuff. It's the best theme music. Is that the theme music in the new trailer? I'm still mm-hmm. in a dream, <laughs> space heater. <laughs> and there were, there were like so many ways that you could get through that boss battle. It could take you forever, or you could like... I remember pouring over game facts, like yeah. doing that to try to find like, what's the best way? I don't want to kill him. What? How could I not kill him? It's a great forward. like he'll die yeah. all age. But yeah. uh, I only played it in 2012, and it was like such a war of attrition where it's like you have you like you use pretty much every like substantial tool in Snake's uh, like repertoire to to get him. Like because you have like the uh, like the audio microphone, you can like turn on like um, UV uh, goggles and you like can find look, his like heat signature. You can look for his parrot and fuck with it. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, and like. Yeah, just hearing him from afar, or like, yeah, like finding like him, like the reflection of his scope, it like just little things like mm. that. Being able to determine where he is, then lining up the shot, and if you miss it, then he's gonna go to, like, because it's three like really big screens that he's hidden in, and yeah. it's just I love that. It took me like well over an hour to beat him, mm-hmm. but it was one of the, like the most like fulfilling boss battles I ever did. Pretty amazing. I think I I shot his parrot with a tranquilizer dart <clears throat> and then he didn't know I just tranquilizer it and she's like, "My parrot, <clears throat> you killed her." And he gets a little bit more reckless then. Yeah. And then You also kill him like before he even before the scene even happens. Here's the thing, I took the parrot because mm. you can you can tranquilize uh, and capture live animals in that game and keep them in cages mm. for later consumption. And I kept this parrot that I could eat at any time, but I ended up just keeping it till the end in a cage in my inventory. Amazing. Well, if you wow. keep that save, he'll show back up in Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh, nice. True. <laughs> True. If I find a way to plug my PS2 memory card yep. into my PS4. Dave confirmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can do that. You can do that. I heard from Tommy. <laughs> all right, all right, cool. cool. Tommy Tellery. So what is your favorite boss battle of all time? If you can share a memorable anecdote memorable. about it, that's a, a definite plus. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums and let us know there. Or uh, go to the article for episode 127 at com and let us know in the comments. Uh, anyway, that's our show. Let's go out with a quick round of plugs. Chris, I know you're dying to talk about Patreon. Am I? Uh, Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash laser time. Uh, for as low as five bucks a month, you get a bonus show, a weekly movie commentary. This week, we streamed it for everybody, so you can see it on a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash laser time network. Uh, we streamed the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, which is way more terrible than I ever, ever remembered. That is some of the worst CG I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, but we also have a new episode of Talking Simpsons, which is uh, Homer's Night Out, the second episode in ah. a row dealing with infidelity of the <laughs> Simpsons cast members. And um, we have a new episode of Bonus Time, where buddy Evan from Japan drops so by uh, and talks about living in, what it's like being a gaijin and living in Japan. We uh, have a bunch of feedback from you guys, and it was really funny. Uh, that and new episode of Laser Time uh, this week. We were just ta- we wanted to talk really briefly about underrated movies, and I love all the responses I'm seeing. Movies you don't think got their fair shake by yep. critics and the public, and I love that just Brett brought up. I don't hear anybody talking about Raising Arizona anymore. Yep. Fuck people. And I'm like, you know you're what? right. I that brought up the best, and nobody in the comments has even commented on. Mm-hmm. So that's how I know it's no, really it, underrated. They did in the Detroit chat actually. Rex- what really? They did. Rock Somebody, City? Like we got a couple of Detroit Rock City quotes. 
nice. uh, in our stream of uh, Until Dawn, youtube.com slash laser time network. Also, be taking a look at Mega Man stuff uh, that week, and mm-hmm. I forget what the shit show is, but. Uh, Metroid of the Rim. <laughs> right. Yes. Happy anniversary! <laughs> Metroid of the Rim. I think I saw Raising Arizona about eh, 56 times on Comedy Central. So good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dumb luck, that. Uh, my name is Kryler Child. Uh, my Twitter account is Tyler Wild underscore in between. I don't know why. It's not my name. Uh, I work at PC Gamer. You can find my stuff My at kid's middle name will be com. Chris underscore Antista. You <laughs> should call him So good. It's going to be terrible for Twitter. Yeah, I'll be at PAX this week, so... Um, you know, I'll be tweeting about that and doing videos and stuff. You, you can look at that. You can look at that. I don't really do anything else. That's just my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cheap podcast. We have a new episode this week up about uh, NXT and SummerSlam and all of that crazy stuff. And a new uh, Cheap podcast commentary for Patreon donors at the ten dollar level. And that's it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. You can follow the show, as always, at VG Apocalypse on Twitter. You can follow me personally at Wikiparas. And I would encourage you this week to go to ubiblog.com, where I have started a series of video love letters to Assassin's Creed. Game by game, I'm going to go through and talk about what made each game interesting and unique. And I hope that you guys enjoy this as much as I enjoyed putting it together. So that's our show. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Secret towns are going to come to us today. Oh, I think they are. They always do. Have to manufacture one. Mm. Henry, Henry's off doing. I'm yeah. farting too much. Uh, oh, no, uh, I need to build a factory so we can manufacture these sounds. I'll hmm. go to the factory store. It's it smells like farts try, in the try, factory. Oh no! Too. It's Hitler molesting Jesus in front of a five dollar foot long. The irony. Oh no! Oh. I bought a Hitler molesting <laughs> Jesus in front of a five dollar foot long factory by mistake. It has pastrami though. Uh, and scene. And scene. <laughs> That's improv.